Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOG K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOsports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome. Here we are live on the air from Las Vegas, the Pulp MX show presented by BTO Sports. Here we are right from the strip in Vegas overlooking the traffic on this fine, fine Monday afternoon. And where do we start after missing a week off? Uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me as usual, well, maybe not as usual, Kenny Watson. Kata, what's up? Uh, not, not much. Not much. Not as usual because you missed last show. Did you get the fine? I got the fine. I yep. had to take a break from your dumbass, so I'm back. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks, Kenny. It's like you never left. And uh, taking your calls and screening them and reading the news and helping us out, uh, none other than Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Dude, I am sicker than sick, bro. Yes, you are. Absolutely. And joining us in studio, Brian Vigor from Dodge Motorsports. What's up, Brian? Get his name right. All right, help me out. Why don't you let him tell him? It's All right, Jay. Brian Vijay from Dodge Motorsports. Vijay. Vijay, dude. Don't disrespect, hey, and don't today, disrespect my hey, title Brian, sponsor. Brian, faggot. today I asked Kenny how to pronounce your name. He said it's in your story that you wrote. Wow. Thanks. You did. Hey, um, uh, Was it in the story? Brian, uh, yeah, but the pronunciation wasn't in the story. So you should know that it was pronounced a little differently than what it's written. I think written. I know how to say the guy's name, dude. No, all you need to do is tell me. Dude, you're an idiot. Let's go. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Thanks, uh, Kenny, for coming back. We missed you. Thank you to our sponsors, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX.com, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Kicker, O'Neill, and Kenny, we got a new one. Uh, coming on this week, sponsoring the show is uh, Works Connection. Works, Co- Works Connection, one of your team sponsors of the Art Knighton. I got news for you. That's crew. the only reason they're, they're uh, sponsoring this show. 
Yeah, 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 that's it. Hey, yeah. check them out at worksconnection.com. Uh, the promo code is PulpMX. You will save money if you enter that 20% off to anybody who types in PulpMX on worksconnection.com. Some of the teams they're sponsoring this year, Rockstar Makita Suzuki, the Hart 19 team, perhaps you've heard of them, Rockstar Suzuki, Davalos Treadle, Morris and Anderson, uh, Brian, Brian Evans, Bryce Valley, uh, a whole bunch of privateers. You know, Kenny, they were the first company to come up with a quick adjust clutch, clutch lever. Stole, yes, it from, stole it from the Works Hondas. Uh, well, the Works Honda's had an on-off position to take up the slack. And then Works Connection came out with that brilliant idea of a quick adjust clutch lever. And the rest was history. Uh, so thanks to all those guys for coming on board. Uh, BTOsports.com as well. Um, check them out. Free international shipping. Anything over seven ninety nine. Kenny, where, yes. where do we start? You tell me. Let's do it. Sure God, shot. What's the guest? Right. What a, what, a, what a couple of weeks. First off, Atlanta. We missed Atlanta. And uh, that was something else. I mean, uh, I don't even know where to begin. What's your thoughts on that pass on Chad Reed, Chad Reed made? What do you think about that, Kenny? Uh, I, I don't think there was uh, – I, I think it was definitely a, a rough pass. <laughs> I think it was kind of gnarly. Uh-huh. But uh, I think uh, what James pulled on him was kind of gnarly too. And right. they, they were doing whatever they had to do. Yeah. Um, you know that whole deal where where James slammed into his teammate to to hit Chad, and uh, it that was gnarly. It was Certainly, probably. James's pass was more of a racing incident though than, than for sure. Reedy's. Yeah, for sure. I for mean, sure. Chad came in pretty much, but it's the 19th lap. Yeah, and and Chad, um, you know, he definitely was beating James, and they had that incident go down with Blos. Um, where, you know, that was a whole other story behind it. Yeah, you know, yeah Blos, Blos blocking Reed all over the track. Ah, fuck that. <laughs> he didn't block shit. They, everyone got on Blos and said this, and, you know, Blos gave him the inside race line. Dave Osterman didn't think so. I know he didn't. He came over to my truck, and he thought he was going to, you know, throw his two cents in, but he left with uh, his tail between his legs. He left with his two cents still? Yes, because he came in, in there and told Blos straight out, you cost Chad Reed uh, a win, and I told him, get the F out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. After I just talked Blos off the ledge because he was upset that everyone was. Was he? Blos, yeah, Blos, he was totally uh, bummed. Yeah. And I just got done mailing him out, and then Osterman rolls in. <laughs> so Blos starts, you know, like, well, what are you talking about? And right. I told him to F off, and then Hart told him to F off, get the F out of here. And then someone from the back of our truck started calling him Tom Selleck with his mustache Ooh, to get out of the truck. I don't know if that's an insult, though. Tom Selleck's a handsome man. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, they just told him to get his mustache Chance, right? and get out well, of here. He, he is. Yeah. But day, anyways, anyway. no, he's good looking. It was, you know, Chad even said it. Chad said, "Hey, it was my fault." Blow yeah. said, "Did nothing wrong." Credit to Chad coming right out but and, and saying it. I think Chad was in the heat of the battle. You know, he right. raced. You know, he pretty much had James covered the whole race. What a what a remarkable turn of events for Reedy finding speed. Dude, I told finding it. Somewhere. I told asked his you know Steve Aston and we were talking and I said that is the worst thing that those guys that he races against can do is give him confidence. Yeah, and let him know that he can win. Yeah. You know, Ricky Ricky was even through a couple comments out there. He didn't think Chad could win. Yeah, well, a lot of people didn't, for sure. No, a lot of people counter, counter him out. And I I, mean, I'll have to say, he it, was I off the pace. I didn't think year. I didn't think that he could win the the pace that he was going. But when he won that race, and then he came back to to Atlanta, dude, the guy is for real. The guy is for real. Yeah, I uh, I had him. You know, maybe winning a race if it got lucky, if some dudes fell down or whatever. But. Uh, He's a legitimate championship contender now, no doubt about it. For and, sure. and it's hard to find speed, and, and he did find it. And kudos to Reedy for uh, coming out and saying, hey, it was my fault. I never took that line all night. 
for some reason, I dorked out and went that line and blows held him up a little bit. So I wish I could have been there when Osterman stormed into your truck, a.k.a. Tom Selleck. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah, it's all good. He's a good guy. Yeah, he, he was, you know, it was just for him, too. He was all fired up, too. Right. And, you know, he, we talked this weekend and, you know, buried the hatchet. And mm-hmm. he, he said what he had to say, and I said what I had to say. And we're, we're going to move forward. And that's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about tonight on the show. Uh, also, Ryan Villapoto is going to be on. Uh, Brian's in studio all show to talk about Dodge Motorsports. And also, just as a fan, just as a, as a bench racing fan, Brian, you're into the sport. You, did you race and r- ride your whole life? And Yeah, I rode as a kid, uh, yep. you know, like every other kid did. Obviously, you don't have the speed these guys have. I mean, yeah. if I had half the speed that Reedy had, I'd be happy. Nobody in this room. Exactly. All combined has the speed, yeah. Speak for exactly. yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Tits over there. He's, yeah. he's podium material uh, over there. I, I choose you're not from, to race pro. You're from Michigan? Yes, so I'm yeah, from Michigan, uh, born and raised. Yeah, D23. Yeah, it's just no, 14. No, D23, 14, 14. Sorry. I spaced out there. Baja but, Acres and uh, yeah. a lot of privateer tracks. I, mean, I put a kid in the hospital at Baja Acres. Really? Little known fact. It's a, it's, <laughs> he sat <laughs> up there. It's killer. He, he sat on him. Um, <laughs> kid was out there in the big bike practice, and I landed on him off a tabletop. So... Uh, then when the when the parents came up and asked me for my lawyer information, uh, I got a little nervous and I I chatted out of there. But uh, it wasn't my fault. He was in the wrong practice, I swear. So Brian's going to be joining us all show to talk about his involvement with the Hart Huntington team and possibly how far down H and H was on the list of teams that he wanted to give money to before they finally was able to find Kenny. Yeah, and then also you know, Brian's here to, to tell those people that were in the chat rooms hating on Dodge and hating. Who was on, hating on Dodge? How many people were in there Kenny, saying, paying attention to the chat rooms there's again? There's no way yeah. that Dodge is going to uh, Dodge is bankrupt. They can't afford to do anything. Oh, before the season, you before mean? Before the season, right, yes. Right. That right. it's all a bunch of bullshit. That I'm blowing smoke. That they can't. Well, afford there was it. one team owner in the pits that was telling you that. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't even see that guy at the races. <laughs> He's, I saw him this weekend. He was there. He brought his kid. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Villapoto is going to join us. I think John Mitchiff, team manager of uh, Valley Yamaha, is also going to be on the phone later. Talk, tell us about his season and uh, how well uh, that Austin Stroop experiment is working. I know we're going to get him on about that. He, he probably uh, he probably won't give us too much. Um, hey, the big news. Kenny, before Atlanta, and again, we missed, you know, you walking out, me going to Florida. We didn't have time for this. But uh, what about Larry Brooks? LB. What about that? That was, that was mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you see it coming? What did you think? I, I did not see it coming. Pretty, I mean, pretty amazing, huh? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> dude, Larry is, I mean, you could say what you want about Larry, and Larry is, uh, he's awesome what he does. I mean, right. he, he doesn't, he's one multi- He's got to be the winningest team manager in the, in the pits. Uh, I hate to give it up to him, but he is. I think probably one more than Roger, right? I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. But You know what, though? I mean, no disrespect to Larry. Larry's, uh, yeah, definitely, no, no, Larry's we, good at what he does, but I could have won those championships. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Me with McGrath no, no, when we say Reed that. and all those other guys. But, but uh, hey, I haven't had that hey, opportunity. I've worked think? for, you know, Blos and Bonnie and – and Troy, Troy Adams. Adams and Did you see you know, Troy this weekend? I did see Troy. He's like looking Razor good. Ramon. He's looking good. <laughs> uh what'd you think of of like I don't like the way it went down and I wrote a column on the on Racer X about that. I don't like like okay, shit happens all the time. I've been fired. Kenny, you've been fired. Never. Yeah, Sheik fired you. Yep. Um thank you. We've all been fired before, Brian. I don't know if you have. Uh things haven't worked out. Okay. Just come out and say that. Why tell us everybody that Larry's taking some family time? Uh, I, I don't have a comment on that. I, I'm not going to get involved in that whole deal. I have to work with these people every weekend. I know. And so I think I got to talk to them every weekend. I, I, I think that, uh, you know. Anyway, I, I, Larry that, may that, be back with the team in some capacity. So, uh, I, I and technically he so. hasn't been fired. But uh, I've been trying to get a hold of him. I haven't talked to him. 
um, to get to get him on the show. Um, he does say that that he will uh, he will come on. I think eventually. I hope he will. Um, the amount of times that I that I uh, talk to Larry here and there. So uh, bad deal for that. Definitely. Um, Daytona this weekend was uh, was an epic race. You know, uh, Stewart was just a phenomenal. I was on another level. Dude. Right? It's not human. It's not human. What what Stewie did this weekend, not even talking about his craft, yeah, but yeah, the way we'll he rode that. that track. My Both of my guys um, after that race were in the truck, and they said definitely the the hardest, most demanding track yeah. and hardest race they've ever had to ride in their life. And that's coming from guys yeah. that rode, you know, like Ivan. Ivan's been on the, the Motocross the Nations team. Yeah. You know, he's won an outdoor national championship. Yep. Numerous amount of mud races and rough Southwick tracks. Hands down, the toughest, most demanding track yeah. on your body. Yeah. They said that the laps, the, the track changed every lap. Yeah. It would be... You know, it's, it's, it's equatable to an outdoor national, except you got to clear these jumps. So you got yeah. every all the time, you know. I mean, ruts and everything else developing, and then you have to actually uh, uh, still clear this sixty foot double. Or hey, let me ask you a question: Have you heard anything? What happened to that to that flagger? Is he all right? Uh, Michael Essie tweeted that he was all right. I, yeah. I, I read that, but then I heard some other things that wasn't. But oh. I, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I, I just well, if anyone knows, there were some big concerns get, after the race, dude. I you know, right. uh, Leroy. Someone was talking to Lee, um, mm-hmm. and Lee was standing right next to that guy, right. but he seen it coming and stepped out of the way. Yeah. And that guy didn't see it coming and just got flat backed. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I would, I would, I would, that'd yeah. be a tough one. What yeah. about Ian Treadle? Uh, put it in, yeah. induced, induced coma. Uh, did you see his crash? You know anything about no, it? I, I don't know, I don't know anything I don't either. know. Yeah. I just, I read it that he's in a right. coma. And I mean, see, it looks like the Rockstar teams has some, uh, has some tough breaks this week, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, How's the other kid? The other kid um, that crashed was it Anderson. No, Anderson raced the main. Who's who's the other kid that rides for him? I don't know. Forrest, Davalos, Anderson, Treadle. Oh, uh, Treadle practice crashed. <coughs> he he crashed in practice or Treadle crashed in practice, I believe. Yeah. <coughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty gnarly. I didn't I didn't see it. I know he's uh, he's he's uh, uh, in a in med- medically induced coma, which. Is slightly better than being in a coma from the crash, um, but uh, probably not much, much, much else. Uh, we got a caller already. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to the phones here real quick. Damien, you there? Yeah, I got you. What's up, man? Thanks for calling. Yeah, no worries. I missed you last week. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we missed you, Damien. <laughs> I mean, I was in uh-huh. I, I was in Florida all weekend, as was Kenny. Kenny, you yeah, were you yeah. were. Uh, I was checking out on Twitter a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Good times. Did you, did you check me out on uh-huh. Twitter? No. Well, he's like that though. Yeah, no, he is. What's on your mind uh-huh. tonight, bud? What do you want to talk about? Well, well, Kenny, Kenny, I'm glad you're back, bro. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bust you up a little bit, but I'm not gonna. Okay. Awesome. Great. Uh, silent treatment. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what though? Uh, I got nothing photo for you. I want to know how come I can't get you on Stitcher right now. Is it got to be an archive thing or what? Stitcher's not live. Yeah, Stitcher is an archive thing. They're not a live service. They're on your smartphone, but uh, uh, you can check them out. There. But you can yeah. call your phone a dumb phone since you didn't know that. Oh, guy, you're killing me. Yep. I'm not impressed though. Hey, do you have work. do you have an iPhone? Yes, I do. Hey, I got something for you, you right now. You can download. <laughs> Let me have it. Let me have it, Watson. Hey, you can download. Uh, you can download an app. Uh, what's it called, Tits? 
Do you know? There's a number of different ones, but there's it, a, it escapes me right now. Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple of apps you can download to um, listen to the show live. You just deposit the live stream into the into the uh, into the phone. Get rid of this guy. We're not we're we're not here to tell him how to listen to the show. Get <laughs> beat it, geek. Oh man, that hurts. That's all Hang right. yourself. You got anything else, Damon? Thanks. Thanks for calling, Damon. Later. All right. All right. Later, bud. Fantastic. Thanks for listening hey, to the show. You were in Florida all week. As yes, was I. I was. Uh, how was it? It was uh, awesome. I was at uh, Carmichael's Ranch, yep. the farm, and uh, I went up there with uh, Ivan, and uh, I tried to be a mechanic. Didn't work out too well for me. Why? What happened? Well, uh, <laughs> the last day, um, on the seat. we got a flat tire, so uh-huh. I was trying to change a tire, and I was come I on, was bro. Doing, I was I was on my way, and Troy Dungy comes in and looks at me and just picked the whole tire. It was on a tire stand and picked the whole thing up and took it over to his area. It said, "Let me do this." So we fixed it, went back out. Halfway through, the bike starts backfiring. Your skills have de- deteriorated that much. Then? No, I could change it, but he didn't like he didn't like my okay. technique. All right. You know, everyone has a deck. He's the type of guy that fills up the tube and puts it in the tire. Right. You know, and then pops a bead on one side. Right. Where I'm old school, I put it in and then fill it up. I put a bit of air to prevent uh, pinching. Pinching Pinch flats. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's Anyways. why. That's probably why so I went it, through so more then, air tubes than anyone when I was a mechanic. So then, what happened? Then uh, Ivan was out riding the last moto before we left to go to Daytona, and he's about 15 laps in, and the bike starts backfiring like no other. Uh-huh. And it starts overheating, and he's like, dude, the motor's letting loose. It's seizing. So we called it a day. We brought the bike back to the track in Daytona, and the mechanics took it apart and found out it was just the header was cracked. So um, they went through it, and that bike, um, Jeff Emick rode it at Ricky Carmichael's. Um, today. Today he rode it today. Yeah. So, so everything worked so out. I was he, just Twitter. I was, was just uh, texting Ricky, by the way, and he said Fro wanted to know if that is the same exact bike Ivan rode over the weekend. Um, the same setup. Yeah, so Ivan rode his race bike all week at Carmichael's place? No. Oh. I had a guy. He rode our test bike. I had one oh. of our guys that works in our shop drive a bike to the ranch, to the farm last week, oh, and okay. there, we had a, a our yeah. test bike there. I thought that was a little strange. No. Um, Berlut wouldn't let that happen. No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but, hey, what about that? What about uh, – uh, I went to – I was at Ferry's house all week. Went to Reed's house one day. That was fun. Went to RV's house the next day, and then uh, we did a little video on uh, the Tim Ferry riding 125. So, it's a good time. Surprised so, you didn't, I surprised you didn't come down and hang out. I'm not. <clears throat> I am. I was down there. Uh, Strictly doing, work. I was. We were doing our thing. I went to Ivan's house and we were uh, hanging. Oh, out. Oh, Ivan still got his place. In yeah, Florida? yeah. He saw us a house there, and we were there doing our thing, trying to get better. Obviously, it didn't work out. Yeah, how was Daytona for your team? Like I said, the gnarliest track they've ever ridden. Uh, Ivan blows pulled s- out, huh? He twisted his ankle. Yeah. Like the second or third lap, and he was just trying to ride through the pain and. Like halfway through, he just couldn't deal with it anymore. And when did he do that? <clears throat> second lap. Oh yeah, yeah. So he rode okay. Um, he he's getting better and better. I mean his 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 results are really didn't show this weekend, but he was faster than Ivan all all weekend. Mm-hmm. Qualified better, and you know yeah. they it, it was good. It was good. I mean Ivan fell with Kennard and and the, on the first lap and got back up and got you know eleventh, which. Was not that good, but yeah. uh, he was survival after about halfway for him. Yeah, it was gnarly. It was survival for a lot of dudes. Yeah, how gnarly was James jumping that wall? I mean, that was Dude, just it's, ridiculous. It wasn't human. 
It was not human. Dude, he was clearing it by a knobby. <laughs> and, uh, and, man, talk about, like, all the places you'd think he would go down. You'd yeah. be like, he's going to hit that wall and go down. Nah, yeah. he crashes on the thing that, you know, he's probably jumped that night, I don't know, 100 times already. Um, but I was talking to Langston after the race, Grant Langston. He said he was standing right there where James crashed, and he said there was a hole developing on the, on the face right at the bottom. And he said the, the lap that James crashed, he wheelied all the way and then fell into that hole and it yeah. went up and then it rebounded his spring. So he said uh, there was a couple of combinations of that hole plus James wheeling all the way up the face, all the way to the, all the way up it. So Well, you can say what yeah. you want. You don't have to like James Stewart, but you all can't right. say that guy doesn't have heart. Yeah. I mean. And to get up after that, we all saw the way he was. And to get up and still set uh, a fast lap times and still jump that wall. And still, you know, RV never lapped him. Came around, was, you know, right there. And uh, just phenomenal. Yeah, one of, one of my buddies had a motorhome out, in the, out in, the, in the parking lot where James was parked and where all the motorhomes were. And right after the race, they, they threw him in the Rhino to take him out there. And he was in the back. And mm -hmm. it was him and his guys. And uh, they were trying to get out of the gate. And the gate was locked. And they were ramming the gate. <laughs> and the security guard literally pulled a gun out. Wow. And said, what are you guys doing? You know, you got to stop. Four guys in a, you know, four black guys in a cart ramming a gate trying to get out of pitch. You kind of <laughs> wonder, you know. But I. Trying to get into the motorhome area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. But, hey, you know what? I mean, that's irrelevant. But he. Uh, it's irrelevant, dude, he, but it's a funny he, story. He's gnarly. He, yeah. I can't. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Stewart. Like, I'm a believer in James Stewart. I think he's an amazing rider. But, dude, last night or the other night was just. What about we got some voicemails that we'll play, and I cut the voicemails out of – I cut the, the questions out of the voicemails. I got three or four of them asking about the Asterix medic, medical crew uh, and, and what they should have done, if anything, to James. Uh, I think he was fine. I mean, he wasn't fine. Well, He got up. He walked to the bike. Yes, he was wobbly, but he walked to the bike. The only reason he fell down was because of his fender, which could happen to anybody. I mean, Timmy Ferry went down the first turn and grabbed Ivan Tedesco's bike one time. He was so loopy. Well, you, know, you seen I mean, it, you seen Eddie, like I watched it. Eddie yeah. was talking to him. So if he wasn't making sense to him, yeah, yeah. I think he would have done something. But who knows? Who I knows? mean, I just Brian, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's it's racing, right? I mean, if it's you gotta trust your professionals that are out there on the track. So if yeah. if, if their professional opinion is that, like you said, you talk to the guy, and it, when a guy's in race mode, you're not gonna stop him. I mean, yeah. the guy's out I there mean, to race and win, and and besides the fact that I mean, Stewart got back up and, and look how good he ran. I yeah. mean, if he was loopy, there's no way he's going to make all that all that field back up. Yeah, he he rolled great. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean definitely. I imagine that he wasn't all there. For I a little think, bit, I, but but <laughs> you know what? I I guarantee you that they were keeping an eye on him. And if they would have seen him doing stupid yeah. stuff, they would have black flagged him. Although, yeah, he got up immediately, jumped the big finish line. He pulled a tear off, and uh, and then uh, jumped the wall. I think a lap later, and was back on. Also, did you see him jumping? Him and Malcolm. I saw Millsaps do it. Triple, 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 triple double. Triple yep. double, um, Malcolm. Dude, Malcolm rode awesome. <laughs> I know, dude. He if fell. he can stay up, he's top five for sure. Dude, he what yeah. did he get seventh, sixth? Yeah, I don't know. He was up there. Yeah, dude, I watched him. He was the only guy I watched in that race. Yeah, he was. He was good, and he's just he's crashed. I think every main event, maybe every heat, even. Um, I like the way they did that with James. I mean, with what? Malcolm, like they just didn't give him a ride. Like, oh yeah, you're James's brother, so you're right. gonna. He you had to, to go. He's earning what he right. has to get, and I, I, I that's uh, good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, he, he's good. And, and if he stays upright, he's for sure a top five guy, if not better. Uh, also, too, his bike. I guarantee you his bike, as good as the uh, Suzuki City think think they have it, there's no way it's on the level of a, of a Geico or a Pro Circuit. So more 
props to Malcolm. And he's a big dude. Pro he's Circuit's big doing their stuff. Are they? Yeah. 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 Still, you know how that goes. We heard at the track in Atlanta that he's uh, keeping up his brother at the home track. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot, right? Look yeah. how fast how fast he is, right? I yeah. mean, absolutely. take all the noise out, the kid can ride. Yeah. No, absolutely. If his name was John Smith, uh, uh, the kid can ride. No doubt about it. Um, I, I didn't uh, – The one of the guys that we, we haven't talked about is one of our guests tonight, Villapoto. Two wins in a row and, uh, and a 23-point lead now in the standings. Solid. Yeah. He, uh, it was funny, though. I was, we're going to ask him later tonight. Do you think he – I mean, he knew Stewart was jumping that thing, and you know he's got a ton of skill. I think that tells you how gnarly that wall thing was when Villapoto's right behind him and he's not pulling the trigger on it. I don't think he needed to. I mean, if, it were, if, it, if, it, if that was Vegas right. and it was coming down to it, he would do it, but he he probably knew. Like when I talked to Ivan about you know the track and yeah. doing jumps and doing st- different obstacles, he knew that there was a chance that he could crash. So he was just like I, w- I didn't want to take it the, take those chances. That's an and ugly I think, crash. That's an ugly think, crash. And I think Villapoto thought the same way. He was just going to go out there, get comfortable, and just ride his race. Right. And if he got beat, he got beat. If he got second, he got second. If he got fifth, he got fifth. And just get out of there healthy and with the points he could. And that's the way he rode, I believe. I mean, we could ask him when he gets on the show. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I wonder if his win had anything to do with our, with my visit this week. I didn't visit with your guys, and they didn't win. Dude, you're an idiot. I'm just saying, Kenny. Yeah, just saying. Take a call. We got some people on hold. Hey, Steve, you there? Yep. What's up, man? How are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for calling the show. What's going on? Hey, uh, uh, speaking of Stewart's crash, his bike was still running. You know, you didn't have to start it up at first. Do you think, uh, and you had mentioned a couple weeks ago about the clutches, do you think uh, it has something to do with uh, the fuel injection? Uh, Bikes are I, all fuel injected now. Didn't he try to kick it over? Much... That's He tried to kick it over. It, it stalled he, when he picked it up. It stalled after he fell over when he was trying to get around, you know, the, the rear fender. Oh, before he picked and it up, it was still running. Yeah, yeah, it was it was running on the on the side of the track, upside down. Yeah, and you had mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I got. I think a, that I got fuel injection might have more of a difference than oh, running I, some kind of slipper glide, or you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like um, the the uh, <laughs> the bikes have a tip over sensor in them stock. So if the bike is at uh, uh, greater than a 90-degree angle, it automatically cuts off. It's an automatic uh, cutoff, but uh, um, they remove that on the factory bikes. So that's kind of what happens and why hey, they keep running. But it why is are you a, asking is, this question? You're, you're one of the best mechanics I've ever met in my life. You, you know. Tell no, tell, I don't know. I don't, I dude, don't know Edwards. Edwards. Oh, is this Edwards? I think, that, yes. I think that has more of a, something to do with uh, why the bikes aren't stalling as much. I agree. The fuel injected. Then – than necessarily the clutches. Then why are you asking Mathis? He doesn't know. You know more than he does, Steve. I don't know. I'm not there. Dude, you are there in spirit, though, bud. Yeah, no, I... Uh... Hey, let me ask Steve a question. What's your thoughts right. on the whole Brooks thing going down? You work for Larry Brooks. And I got fired by Brooks. Uh, Karma, huh? That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, you know what? I don't <laughs> want to see anybody get fired these days. You know, that sucks, but... Uh, I don't know. Is he getting fired or not? I don't know. It's a good question. But I've been fired by him. So is Rookie. Sucks. So is so. Rookie. <laughs> rookie got fired because right. he was from Canada. Uh, yeah. What? what uh, rookie doesn't. Uh, what's he doing these days? Rookie is working for KTM in the PR department. No more suspension. No, no, no. PR department. Yeah. Working on magazines and things like that. He couldn't pull it. They had to hire RG3. 
Right on. All, All right. right. Keep it up. Thanks, Steve. Good work. Yeah, Edwards. Hey, Whirlwind, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? How are you? Real good. Hey, I've got a couple of comments. First of all, with uh, Stewart's ride on Saturday night, I mean, anybody who doesn't respect it obviously isn't much of a fan, but anybody see hints of Magoo through that whole ride? Like, fast as a gazelle, makes makes a, makes a an oops, and then the, the heart of a lion coming back and doing what he did. I mean, did he not post the fastest lap after the crash? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Whirlwind, your phone sucks. Uh, no, exactly. Uh, we just covered all that. Um, um, yeah, it was incredible. It was an awesome ride. It was amazing. Um, hey, also, too, the guy who called about the show, uh, the app is an F-Stream app. So download the F-Stream app. You'll see the direct stream on the uh, Pulpomex show page, and you can listen to it there. JJ, you there? Dino Mike. Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's up? Oh, man. Hey, Kenny, good to have you back. Um, it's awesome. My question is this. It's probably more directed towards you, Kenny, and it's good that the uh, Dodge guy's there, but the new outdoor national TV schedule, you guys heard about it, right? I, I know you have. Ken, Kenny hasn't heard about it. I haven't, oh, well, heard, I haven't heard about it. Tell me about it. You haven't You haven't heard about it. All Every moto is going to be live. Am I right, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first moto yeah. is on fuel. Um, That's sweet. Second moto is on speed. Uh, I don't think everyone's going to be live. I, I think hope I hope they uh, have it. I hope they have it at the re- at the pool this summer, so I can watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about this year, but I'm I'm talking about next year. You think with the extra TV time and the exposure, you can guys can get to your sponsors? You think it might be worth it to do the outdoors if this TV schedule is successful? If we have guys that can run up front, yeah. But if you have a guys that fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, you ain't. It's it's worthless. It's, it doesn't do yeah. you any good because all I do is cover the top guys, and it's well, not. I it's not faith in Ivan. I think he can run top five. He's good outdoors. I know he wasn't at first, but yeah. Well, JJ, fan of Ivan. Kid Dynamite. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'll let Baby Joker know that you're a big fan. Definitely, yeah, dude. Because um, I'm an outdoors guy, man. I, I love Supercross, but I'm all about the outdoors, and I love to see you guys, Hart and Huntington, out there. Hangtown, that's where I'll be. But yeah, just what about? Let's, hopefully... ha- let's ask Brian that question. Brian, uh, yeah. any hesitation towards sponsoring a team that does Supercross only? What were the thinking behind it? What was some of the uh, thoughts uh, about not doing only half a schedule? What, what's your thoughts on that, personal and uh, company wise? Well, personally, uh, I'd like to do the whole thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's TV coverage is great. I mean, don't get me wrong, but that, that's why we're not coming into the sport, and I'm not going to buy billboards. Uh, <laughs> We're out there bar to bar with the rest of the guys and, and building respect. We got to earn our respect in the sport, like I said before, with that interview with Kerry and, and Ouija. And you know, it's it, it's about being real. It's about building the right team. Mm-hmm. And I think moving forward, we're I mean, we're in this for the long haul. I mean, we're going to do this for uh, three years with three right. year extension. And there'd be nothing better. I mean, I'm an outdoors guy myself. I yeah, mean, growing I, up in Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I walk these tracks in Supercross. I mean, these guys are just straight up nuts. I mean, these right. these walls are hitting are, you know, 12, 14 feet straight up in the air and. The, right. It's it's a great sport indoors. I mean, in Michigan, there's not much to do other than wish you could race and wish you could ride. Yeah, so yeah. outdoors, Red Bud and, and Lynn and all the rest, of it, that's what we're in for. I mean, that's what we want to do in the future. And the TV coverage, I mean, uh, that's not going to be the end-all, be-all for us. I uh-huh. mean, we're going to be in this sport because we want to be, and uh, we're going to develop riders with, well, we'll try to have Kenny work on developing some people, but we're going to uh, we're gonna be in this thing in maybe, and out. Maybe just ask Hart. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. right to the boss, right. I think, you yeah. know. But uh, yeah. um, you asked earlier, though, to that point, I think it's probably a good segue to go into that, is uh, what was our first choice? I only had one choice going into this sport, and that was Hart and Huntington. 
There was no other choice. It's uh, it's grassroots. Never since Team Stiffy folded. I know. It's, it's been <laughs> it's been it's been tough. Yeah. No, no, it's cool. No, I was just kidding about that, obviously. But uh, um, um, no, they they fit your your brand image, right? They fit the brand image, and yep. uh, I mean, let's face it. I mean, I, I read the blogs too, and I look at that stuff, and. I mean, everyone, it's not just the American car companies that went through this. I mean, there's a lot of people out listening to this radio show that are out of work. I mean, it's just the way the, the economy is right now. So we, we're, we're coming in the sport new, grassroots. you got a young team with Hart and Huntington. we got a couple of great guys. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I, I stand behind Ivan and uh, Chris and uh, even Kenny at times. Right. But uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's been a great experience, and I'm, I'm looking forward to years to come and even beyond six years. I mean, this, yep. is, this is the reality. We went to a NASCAR race this weekend. If you don't know, we sponsored a Las Vegas track, and Kenny went to Florida, and I stayed here and went to his hometown, and we lit it up at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And the, the fans that were there, I saw so many Fox and Thor shirts, I couldn't believe it. Really? Yeah, that's driving cool. down the escalator, some kids like, hey, that's that Brian from Hart and Huntington team. And we got to talking, and when the, when the racing got done on Saturday, we've had – 15, 20 guys on the side of our hauler and uh, our coach, and we put some real racing on and put some supercross. And when Stewart was jumping that, <laughs> I mean, the whole place erupted. Yeah. The first time he hit it, I yeah. mean, Ricky and uh, uh, Ralph and, and Jeff, you know, the commentators were going crazy on the race, and I think everybody else was watching on TV was just as amazed. I mean, it was a, it was a great race this weekend. The track was gnarly, but it was good. Yeah. There you go, JJ. Do you like, do you like the way he said that? They were going to go watch I, some I, real racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, well, I just want to tell, I want to tell Brian, Ed, thank you for supporting the sport. It's definitely awesome. You guys coming in. We need more mainstream sponsors like you. And I'm a Ford guy, but you guarantee I'll buy a Dodge oh, after this. Yeah. JJ. But, that's good stuff, JJ. My buddy does yeah. my job at Ford. Actually, I talked to him this weekend. We're going to have lunch this week, and I'm trying to pull him into Supercross. Well, Toyota's there. Hey, so. that, that'd be awesome. We need as much mainstream as we can get. These people are starting to love it. And uh, I don't know if you guys watched the broadcast from Atlanta, but that was honestly the best broadcast I've ever seen in any kind of sport. Ricky and Jeff going at it the whole night just made the show. And then the race, it just that was it was a great broadcast. I guarantee you made fans that night. Wow, JJ, big fan. Thanks, bud. Well, thank you guys. I'll be calling again. Dynamite. Go see your Dodge dealer, bud. Um, yeah, and it's good. Like uh, Corey Gibbs once told me, he's like, I'm happy Dodge is coming in. We got Toyota. And we need everybody to be competitive and be against each other. And you know what I mean? Like, hey, the Dodge team and the Toyota team. And you feel like that, too? If the Ford comes in, you're, you're cool with that? And it's I, all- I'm absolutely cool with it. I mean, yeah. let's face it. I it mean, helps our sport. Energy drinks, you're talking about three, four bucks, right? You, you do some advertising. You go there and say, you know, I'm a rock star, monster guy, Red Bull, whatever. You say, I'll, I'll give these guys a shot and uh-huh. spend three bucks. But we're talking about a twenty to $50,000 purchase here. Yeah. A billboard's not going to cut it. I mean, people are going to support those that support their sport. And that's all we're here to do. And, uh, you know, off the, off the track, I say it over and over again at NASCAR. I said, listen, off the track, we can work together to build a sport together collectively. But on the track, hey, all bets are off. We're going door to door. In this case, bar to bar. We're going to mm-hmm. crash and try to get to that podium. Yeah. But we got to work together. I mean, you got to build the sport. And that's, what's, that's the first and foremost that we need to worry about doing is uh-huh. taking the sport to the next level, take it to mainstream. And, and any way I can help do that at Dodge is we're, we're going to do it. I mean, yeah. How uh, how happy are you with your sponsorship so far, the team, and, and, and being involved in the sport? You know, we're halfway through the Supercross season, so what? Uh, how happy are you? I, I, I'm stoked. I mean, yep. you got, uh, we got Bell Ray. We've got, uh, you know, we got One Industries. Um, I mean, hell, we got Kenny on the team. How much better could he yeah. get than that? But, no, I, I'm very, where's very Kenny's, happy. Where's Kenny's commercial, like the Toyota one? You've seen the Toyota one. 
Yeah. Yeah, where's, we, where's Kenny's commercial where I don't know what he's doing, maybe getting pulled over in a challenger and then he races away from the cops or something? Well, he had to learn how to drive a stick first, but we can <laughs> we can teach him how to do that. Really, Kenny? It doesn't stop here with Brian. <laughs> um, it's rough. He's been around us too long now. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And uh and so yeah, so where's the commercial? We are actually gonna work on where's something. It coming? We're nice. gonna we're gonna work on something. But uh I mean we got the I best. love that. I love Toyota did that. That's cool. Some it is cross marketing like that. Uh, um, well, right. I got I got my Twitter too, and uh, I tell you what, I got Juan Montoya, and uh, let me pull that up here. I got Juan Montoya. I talked to Stewart this weekend. A bunch of guys. It, my whole the whole page here on my BlackBerry is blowing up with what happened Saturday night on Supercross. Yeah, yeah. So just so everyone knows, on this, you know, following this great. Pulp Fiction we got going on here. Pulp Fiction, there you go. We got uh, we got some race fans out there, and these NASCAR guys are loving it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. This is beef, you know, they're Travis is it. adding to it. But these guys are they're race fans, mm-hmm. and they understand what these athletes are going through and, and what it takes. And I think that you know, Ricky Carmichael, uh, who do you have on there? A um, uh, couple of guys uh, out there on dirt bikes in Florida last year, the Monday after Daytona or after Daytona oh, race. Harvick and oh uh, uh, yeah, Richard yeah, Petty, yeah. Uh, uh, Kyle, no, Kyle Petty. Petty. Yeah, and yeah. uh Nemechek? I, I think they got a whole new yeah, respect. Nemechek, I think, yeah. They, they had trouble getting out of the starting line. They had only respect these guys jumping 40, 50 feet in the air, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. No, for sure. Uh, let's take a call here. Uh, line one is uh, the Professor. Professor, what's up? Mathis, how are you? Uh, Kenny, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Kenny, I'm really glad you're back, man. I really like your intensity on the show, and uh, just glad, glad you're on. You add a lot. And Mathis is good, but you add a lot, brother. Thank you. Hey, I had a question for both you and Mathis, and then one for you, Kenny. So, um, Dungey's uh, technical issue that he had where his case broke, uh, do you guys have any more on that? Was it a chain, or was it a case, or what are you hearing? Rock. Well, definitely it wasn't a rock. A pebble. (laughs) I think they'll tell you it was a rock. It was something internally went bang. No -hmm. doubt about it. I mean, think about if he got a rock in his case. Uh, there'd be oil, f- you know, spewing out for a little bit. He wouldn't maybe necessarily feel it. He came over that dragon back thing and bang, pulled yeah, it in. You could see him. You could see him look down on the chain yeah. side, and he knew something was wrong. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, my guess, and I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't have information to to confirm it, but my guess would be something went bang inside the motor, which forced it to come outside the motor. Um, seen that happen a few times in my days days as a mechanic, and then he immediately knew it. You know what I mean? He he yeah. felt it, and that was it. So, if Which he if leads he, me to my question for Kenny. So, Kenny, why don't the teams have like like in Formula One or other auto sports or other racing sports two bikes built up? Like, can you have a, a team car or a spare car? It can't be the money. Is it regulations or something? Or do you know anything about that? Well, uh, we'll let Steve because he's about to swallow the microphone. Go ahead. I am. Well, you're all like ready to answer. Oh, he he no, said, no, no. He, "Did you hear what he said?" He yeah. goes, "This is a question for you, Kenny, not you, I, Steve." I never said a word. I just sat there. Well, let just... go of your microphone, then sit back. Let me answer this one. Go ahead. Jesus, because this is what the drop deal some is. knowledge on me. Oh, you who can't change a tire? You can, you drop can, some knowledge on me. Did I could change a tire faster than you? Guaranteed. I will bet you a thousand dollars you cannot. Oh, that is a challenge. We gotta, we gotta do but, this. Yeah, we're gonna video it. We're gonna video YouTube this. You gotta take it off. We gotta take it off the bike. What is it, Kenny? Yeah. Okay. Me and Steve are making another bet. Um, he's he wants to bet me so bad. Oh God. Hey, uh, you can tech two bikes, but once you practice with one, that's your bike. You can't okay. switch. It's just like when you, we have a mud race. Um, a lot of teams um 
will tech two bikes, and if it's a really bad mud race, they'll ride you know their backup bike or a, or a yeah. uh, you know their their practice bike or whatever they want to do. But once you ride that bike and they you go out on that bike, that's the bike you have to ride. Correct, Steve? Uh, yes, unless you have a unless you can go to the AMA and say, hey, look, I have a broken frame on this bike, like. I cannot race this bike. Yeah. I'm going to race my other tech bike. Yeah, but and after say, practice, after practice, you're done. No, I think you, you can still get because Shane King did that one year in the outdoors when, wrong. when he rode that KTM. You're wrong. Um, if you have like some sort of emergency, they'll let you do it. But otherwise, forget it. Yeah, you're effed. I mean, if there's some reason why you can't do it, I believe you're screwed. Well, it's a lot different too because you have like you know you're going to go out there and ride. Uh, let's call it your A bike in practice, and you're going to set all your settings, suspension. You're going to change linkages. You're going to do all this other stuff for the handling of the bike. Um, yeah. Let's say your motor does blow and you just can't go. Yeah. That means you got to switch suspension. You got to switch everything, and mm-hmm. you know, just like everything else, it, it's going to work a little different. You can do a motor in like twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, they yeah. were they were pit- we were in the garages at Daytona, and everyone was all around, so you could see what they were doing. There there was literally five six guys around yeah. that bike, and that kind of sketches me out when you have that many hands working on it. One guy leaves one thing wrong, leaves the coolant out. That's me. <laughs> you you have a problem. And, uh, you know, it was crazy. I watched what they did after they got it done. Uh, Goose got on the bike and rode it up and down, you know, the pit yeah. row just to make sure it was good. And they came back, and then he went over every nut and bolt on the bike yeah. before they went back yeah. out Smart on move. it. So. Um, awesome. Professor, Thanks, Professor, were you thinking that he was going to DNF and, like, grab his bike from the mechanics area and take back off? Or is that no, I just oh. I just didn't know what the regulations were on that, and yeah. you know I'm a pretty avid fan, so yeah, you know, and like in Formula One, they used to have what they called a team car yeah. that was built up, and then if it got smashed, then you know in practice the guy could run back and get on the other bike. So I'm glad you cleared that up, and so it sounds like they basically can use their frames, could change the engine and stuff, but it's not practical to have a yeah. full second bike built up, and it wouldn't be allowed anyways because of the regulations. Absolutely correct. All Thank right, you. night guys. Thanks, Professor. Hey, by the way, I meant to Twitter this today. It looks like Brett Metcalf, Suzuki's Brett Metcalf, is going to miss this weekend's race. Why? Uh, he's just banged up. He, you know, he went down. <coughs> he went down pretty hard um, in Atlanta. He he went into that, or was that? Yeah, he did. Atlanta. He went into the tabletop, and then this weekend he went down twice. And uh, looks like he's going to miss this weekend's race, possibly more, with just uh, a sorted overall body soreness. So, or maybe he has something else, but um, that's what I found out. So, don't look for Metcalf this weekend. Um, hey, with that, let's move into our BTOSports.com uh, news segment. Tits, you uh, you got some news tuned up? Yep. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Breaking news. Tits legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. That's Yay. old news, right? Screw all of you guys. Well, there we go. And with that, let's, uh, let's get right to it. Now, these are... Uh, listener questions, correct? Message board things, uh, breaking newses, that sort of thing. Say, I had some news, but you guys already covered all of them, so the <laughs> yes. rest, the remainder will just be uh, reader questions. All right, let's get to it. Okay. Uh, the father of Kevin Houston, Nick Houston, wants to know what the odds are that uh, Two Two Motorsports picks up Purcell for the outdoors. Ooh, Kenny, what do you know about this? I had know nothing about it. I know nothing. Do you know about your mic moving to your mouth or no? <laughs> I know nothing about this. I don't know nothing about uh, Purcell. I seen Purcell there this weekend, though. Yeah, he was there. I think Kenny is. Uh, I think Kenny is uh, is uh, full of crap. I think he does know something. I don't know he's, anything. God, he's, he's not talking about I it. I swear. But I. I. Uh, Do you forget? I don't talk to Osterman. <laughs> uh, no, you guys ironed it out. No, um, Purcell. Um, Reed admitted on the show, Kenny, that you missed that there has been discussions, 
and they've talked about it, and it uh, doesn't look good though to Reed's in Reed's eyes. But I believe Porcell's agent is telling people that uh, something's in the works. I would think Troy Lee or, or Reed. I mean, what, what else kind of? Who do you think he can do? I have no. I I, I know I've, why I can't talk to Purcell. And I said, uh, "Hey, dude, what 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 was that like? What'd you what'd you get? What'd you know? What do you know?" Well, I guess like nothing. He told me nothing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll get. We'll wait and see. I hope to see him. What do you think he can do? <coughs> what do you think he can do, Kenny? Um, uh, a completely healthy, motivated Purcell uh, in the outdoors. What What do you think? Top three? Top five? I I would I would say top five. Yeah. Top three, Brian. Uh, I mean, you got Short fifth right now. He's the fifth guy. Hey, Short's been on it lately. Dude. Right? I hate to say it, but yeah, he has. <laughs> I, Andrew why Short, do you hate to say it? Because he beats my guy, <laughs> oh, and I think my guy oh, should be able it. to beat him, but <laughs> yeah. he's proven me wrong. And, right. dude, kudos to, to Andrew. These guys right. are riding awesome on that right. bike. And I just think outdoors, he's in a struggle on the 350. A he's little testing bit testing a 450 after Indy. Okay. Mike, Mike too, I mean, so. Mike, Mike rode that bike, and Mike was the guy. He he won a moto Put on some the good thing. finishes, yeah. But I just don't know. I I I, I don't really know. I, I can't really say that, but I know right now Andrew is kicking ass Riding on that good. bike. You know, I never realized he got fourth this weekend. Yeah, he got fourth. Yeah, at Daytona Supercross, tied the for the highest placing, and Roxon pulled the whole shot on that bike. Dude, in the heat race. I, I I I believe in him. Uh, uh, highest placing KTM finish, tying Mike Fisher in 1991. Really? And ever in a supercross. That's awesome. Um, I never realized it because I'm usually in the press box watching the races. He revs the shit out of that bike. He rides it like a 250F. Dude, totally. Totally. And I guess you have to. You know? Uh, um, he w- Man. I think that track worked he told better. Me. I think that ba- that bike uh, worked good for that track. Yeah. 450 was a little bit too much, I think. I think right. um, those guys in the lights class, maybe it was the track conditions or what. But the top, like, I would say Velo... The top five guys were like going into like the, the yeah. 123s at the end, uh-huh. and the lights guys are at like 220. I mean, uh, 120, yeah, yeah, 119. 120, yeah. So I don't know if the laps changed, but if you heard all the interviews on the podium, the lights guys were saying, Man, I feel bad for these guys that have to go out and ride this track. Yeah. Because uh, the track was gnarly. Yeah. You can't really see it on TV, but it was square edges everywhere, and it was shadowy, and you couldn't see them. More than anything, I'd be scared to death, dude, the thing. Just like, you're like, hey, I got to do this on-off. Oh, shit. Yeah. Square edge, you know what I mean? So. Well, look what happened to James in that hole. Sure. It was shadowy in that back corner. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, what else we got, Tits? Uh, Scott Bannock wants to know why more guys don't wear chest protectors. Is it just a comfort thing? Is it a... Cool factor. Yeah, I mean... That's a great question. We've covered because they wear. Uh, I don't know. If you look at kids, you look at these guys when they're amateurs. They all wear them. Yeah, a lot of them. Because yeah. their mom and dad make them. Yeah. You go. <laughs> if you look at the top amateurs right now, everyone wears a Leah brace and a, a, a shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Um. Chisholm got hurt with a chest protector. Could have been way worse, I guess. Um. So there's a, there's something to tell you that 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 it wouldn't work. But I gotta think like Josh Hill with his ribs last year. You know, he kept having those rib problems, and he re-aggravated it. You'd I got to think, think you would one throw on. on – I mean, I know it's just a thin piece of plastic, and it maybe doesn't protect all, but to me, I'm putting on everything I can if I'm nursing an injury mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid a lot of money by a lot of sponsors to be on the track. I don't know. That's just me. But okay. uh, Why was Vince Freeze let go from Moto Concepts? Performance reasons. Is that – I, I shouldn't say is that all, but does it have anything to do with uh, – all the bad press of him taking out no, dudes or no. anything like that. Look, I mean, we all agreed before the season started, Kenny and I and, and you and whoever else, that 
We thought it was amazing that Vince kept his ride. He'd never ridden a 450 bike before in Supercross, and mm -hmm. he wasn't that great on the lights bike, and we all kind of expressed amazement. I had Mike Genova, the team owner, on, on a podcast. I don't know why. I mean, no disrespect to Freeze or, or Mike for making that decision, but there was guys out there that were proven main event guys yeah. like Bonnie. I yeah. thought like Blows, guys like that yeah. that were talking to them, and uh, – Moto Concepts is not afraid to clip people if they're not doing what no. they need to do. Well, here's the thing. Like, and they I either produce or get cut loose. I told – I had New Year's Eve dinner with, with Villaman and Caroli here in Vegas. Wow. What a way to spend your New Year's, Mathis. <laughs> well, those two idiots. Wow. Hopefully none of them are listening. I really like those I hope those they guys. are. I'm uh, just kidding. I don't, no, even here's know, the thing. I don't even know Caroli, but I know v DV was DV was not, uh, not a fan of keeping Freeze on just because he didn't think he was ready. And I said to DV, I'm like, dude, you can't clip, you can't keep firing these dudes if they don't perform. It doesn't look good as a team. You get a reputation. Sponsors get get a little pissed, right, Brian? I mean, you'd be pissed if you sponsor some team and they they have a revolving door of riders. You want to build on something. Got to build on. You got to you got to back them up. Right. Gotta, and to me, DV agreed. He said, Yeah, I know. And 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 you know what? He said uh, we may have to let Vince go because he won't perform. And I'm just like, Don't pick him then. If he's not ready, Anaheim won. It's not going to be ready later on. I think. So. I think too with uh, Vince, he he was riding. He I I just don't think that he had this what it took, and then he probably took it like he had to do whatever it took, and he started to ride a little dirty and taking people out and blocking people and being a roadblock, and he didn't really gain any respect from the other riders. He uh, was he was riding. Yeah. <laughs> he was like when you ride into the 450 class, you know what a guy's how he's going to ride you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he's going to rough you, or is he going to be cool yeah. and hold his line, and then pass? You know, if you're going to make a pass on him, he's going to let you go. Freeze wasn't like that. He didn't get give those guys the respect yeah, that was that was going. Yeah. I mean, you have a guy like Kevin Windham come up on you. You know, Kevin Windham's faster than you. Okay, hold your line. If he's going to pass you on the inside, hold your line on the outside. Don't cross over the inside and block him. Yeah, there's a lot of the 450 guys that uh, it's just that they've been around a long time, and they're like, hey, I know Windham's better, and he's going to get by me, and that's cool. I'll follow him and try to learn something. But yeah, Vince made some enemies, no doubt about it. Uh, just performance, really. Uh, tits, I don't know. Okay, no, that's fair. Do you have enough. some sort of conspiracy theory? Nope. All right. Nope. Next. Um, Josh T wants to know if it's true that Michael Essie stayed uh, Daytona one more day for the Ricky Carmichael University to learn how to ride the whoops. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe so. <laughs> the whoops actually in Daytona weren't too bad. They were broken down, and the guys were going through them pretty good. Everybody he, he, was. I was watching him because him and Ivan were battling at the end. Yeah. He was jumping in. Yeah, he was jumping. Mike rode good too. He he rode. Uh, hey, he rode great until he, he went off the track and almost killed that guy. But you know where he rode amazing, dude. And his he hit the gate in the heat race. I don't know if yeah. you saw that. Yeah, he did. He passed. Well, there's 20 guys. He passed 12 guys in three quarters of a lap. In in three quarters of a lap, he was in qualifying position, and that's amazing. I was. Pretty impressed with that. That that was a really good ride. That first lap of of uh, on the track. So, uh, kudos to X Brand Goggles, Michael Lessie. Indeed. All right, and uh, our good friend Bob from Omaha wants to know if uh, Swisscore, aka Swizzle, is a good kisser. You guys spent a lot of time together this last <laughs> week. Yeah, I brought Swisscore with me to Florida all week. He did a great job videoing and taking photos and uh, hanging out, and he was. Uh, you know, you never really know somebody, Kenny, or you, you don't have friends, but if you really, if you don't really know somebody, how they're going to act around other dudes, and you're like, I hope this guy doesn't, you know. Doesn't weird people out. Or how did you know him? Well, he's worked for me for, you know, a year or so. So I've hung out with him a little bit at the races here and there. 
But I'm taking him to Reed's place, and I'm taking him to t- with Red Dog and to RVs, and I'm like, how's this dude going to be? And he was cool. No, he was cool. Mm-hmm. No kissing, though. You there, sure? There was no making out, but he you was sure? he was really cool. Hey, Tits, ask, ask Mathis what I did when uh, he introduced me to Swiss Corps. Uh, I read about that, actually. Oh. What, he Twittered it or something? Uh, I think it was on the story he wrote on yeah. Steve's Steve's site. Yeah, no, I uh, introduced Kevin. Kenny, this is Swiss Core. And Kenny looked at him and went, you're an idiot, and walked away. Right. <laughs> but Kevin, Swiss Core, laughed. So that right. was good. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny how many writers and industry people are like, oh, you're Swiss Core? You know, Twitter, the, everybody's on Twitter now. And so I was like, I ended up by the end of the day at Daytona introducing him as Swiss Core. I'm surprised you actually introduced him as Kevin. Whatever, Cause, cause you, whatever, tits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I don't even know your name, tits. <laughs> hey, tits. O'Brien. Tits wants to get paid for doing the call screening. He wants to get paid early from us. Yeah, I want to advance. He wants an advance on future earnings. Brian, like, how do you like, feel about like this? Three years. I say clip him. <laughs> Brian, what if you went to Dodge and said, "Hey guys, I'll be here in December. Don't worry. <laughs> but can I get paid? I got a big purchase. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna buy a Porsche. Maybe not a Porsche, but." I'm going to buy a Challenger, uh, and I need my money now. How would that go over? Well, I'd be looking for somebody else, probably. <laughs> so, Kenny, should we, should we pay him? Hell no. What if he takes off? What if we pay him, and he takes off and never shows up? Well, if he's going to buy a that's Challenger, actually, that's actually my Oh, he's not going to buy a Challenger. <laughs> what? That's actually my plan. As soon, as soon as I get it, I'm out of here. I just say, screw you guys. I'm out. You might, be out, we'll you you might be out of here anyways without getting paid, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you could be on. You could be on the block, Tiz. I'm on notice. What else you got? Like, we got to get Ryan Villapoto on here shortly. Okay. So La- last question, actually. Uh, this question is for Kenny uh, Wallace. Wants to know if you've been uh, peddling and sticking to your diet while you're on the road. No, Why I not? haven't been because I I was I had it all planned to do it when I was in Tallahassee and. Uh, I feel like an idiot, but I'm going to tell you what happened. We go to Tedesco's house, and Ivan's house um, hasn't – no one's been in his house for a year. So we get there, and we walk in, and all these smoke alarms are going off because oh. the batteries went dead. They yes. were just beeping, chirping. So the breakers were off. The gas meter had a lock on it, so he was like, what are we going to do for gas? I go – they shut my gas off many a times, bro. I know how to break. <laughs> I know how to break the lock off the gas meter. So he doesn't have any tools. So I take a trailer hitch and smash the thing off. Turn the gas on. So I go in there and the smoke alarms are going off. He doesn't have a ladder. Well, Ivan's wife Teresa's into antiques. She has this antique like end table that I stand on and I'm disconnecting the. Uh, smoke alarm. I disconnect it. I go to jump off the thing, and it's on hardwood floors, and the thing kicks out from underneath me. I fall. I smack my head through his drywall. <laughs> I put a hole the size of a basketball. Come on, through the drywall. I swear to God. <laughs> Knock myself out. Come to the Mexican standing over me going, dude, are you okay? I'm seeing stars. I go, yeah, yeah. Mouth to mouth. He's like, do you need to go to the hospital? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I, and I w- make my way over to the couch. Hey, you're I'm, like Stuart. I'm, yeah, totally. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like like seeing stars. And he's over to the left, like working on his like stereo, trying to get the stereo to work. And I look over, and the guy is on the ground laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? You're laughing at me? He goes, dude, I'm sorry. But that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. It was like slow motion. <laughs> like I seen the whole thing. So after that happened, I had like – I had a concussion for sure, 
And like I was gonna go like ride the bike that night with him, and he was like, "No, it's not a good idea. You have a concussion." Really, the, the Mexican really felt. Yeah, yeah, he was all worried. You. Like the next day, we're going out to the track, and I'm riding the four wheeler, and I'm getting lightheaded. And oh yeah, it was just a weird deal. <laughs> you would do anything to get out of doing some cardio, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm but, gonna fall off this antique hey, table. <laughs> speaking of Matt Wallace, what do you think of his blogs? I think his blogs are the best on the internet. I've never read them. You need to read them. Okay. He is a phenomenal writer. My favorite, wallace.blogspot.com, RSS feed it. I'll never remember it. I don't have an RSS feed, but I'll, I'll check it out. That's cool. Hey, do you know, do you know the website for he Wallace? He just said it. Yeah, he I just, just said, said it. it. Weren't <laughs> you listening? No, I don't ever listen to what you say, but I'll listen right now. <laughs> My favorite, wallace.blogspot.com. It's awesome. That is it, he says. That is it. <laughs> I know it is. That's why I said it. Thanks for clarifying that. Uh, what? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll read it. Right yeah, on. it's awesome. It's got he, good he, stuff He on thinks there. that you're a hater, but... He yeah. thinks I'm a hater. Yeah, he, he just thinks you're a hater on his blog for some reason. I don't know why. I've never read his blog. I don't know anything about his blog. You should read it. You might. I'm a hater on, on his blog. <laughs> because you're not reading it, that's why you're the hater. Oh, man, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a hater. Dude, people know Wallace's website is amazing. It's amazing. I okay. Wish, like, I wish he could get to more more races to write about it because he only he only can do the ones he goes. Well, to. he takes photos. I see him with a camera in all the races. Awesome. So He's yeah, freaking amazing with this camera. Well, he can tr- make a go of it as as a Moto Media guru, or is he too busy doing pack mountains, pack pack donkeys or something? What's he doing now up in the mountains? Yeah, Maybe. he went backpacking. No, he has like a job where he goes out and tracks Bigfoot or something on, on pack mules. <laughs> tracks. No, he, no, something. <laughs> he went with his brother. His brother like goes to the Sierras and they uh, in the winter and they they do like where they get on horses and they like round up all the cows and stuff and push them down. Stray cows? No, off of a ranch. Dude, that's Uh-oh. like on uh, Brokeback Mountain. That yeah, that's just that's it. Him and oh. Bonnie. Him and Bonnie <laughs> do it, right, Matt? <laughs> uh, speaking of Bonnie, he made the main event this week. Uh, Took out Michael Byrne. I know Byrne's not too happy. I didn't see it. Oh, he took him out. I don't know. Who knows? Byrne's not happy though. Byrne, I don't. I didn't see it. But you know, Bonnie's is known for his aggressive riding, so it's perhaps uh, perhaps he could do that. I don't know. What else you got? That's it. All right, let's wrap this Pitch thing up. Pitch reads the news. That's old news, right? All right, and with that, hey, let's take our first commercial break of the night, and uh, we'll be back, and we'll get Ryan Villapoto on the air. Right, uh, as soon as we get back. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTO Sports. See you in how long? What do we got? Six minutes, yeah, ten yeah. seconds. Something like that. All right, thanks for listening. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. 
As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davy Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Don Emler started FMF Racing in 1973 in his garage in Hawthorne, California. Now, over 37 years later, Don is still producing the number one off-road exhaust, utilizing a state-of-the-art manufacturing facility under one roof in Southern California. Everyone at FMF is still motivated by the same thing today, live to ride. On the bike, at the track, and in the field, Don Emler believes in a hands-on approach in everything he does. So bolt on an FMF exhaust and feel the power. Go to fmfracing.com. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. 
brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Michael Essie, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com as well as our other sponsors. Hook them up and uh, they'll keep hooking us up on the show. Uh, with us on the line is uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, Ryan Villapoto. RV, what's up? What's up, Mathis? How are you, bud? All right, just uh, hanging out. Thank you. my thing. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Watson's in the house as well as Brian from Dodge Motorsports. Um, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. like Watson. like that guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that guy get hook you up yet, or what? Uh, actually, I just uh, I talked to him, um, and you know it's a pretty good deal. But I just decided to hold off, and uh, you know I'll figure out figure Brian, out my deal Brian, maybe, can't, uh, can't maybe deal. sooner than later. Come on, Ryan yeah. Villapoto. Ryan Villapoto. Um, that's me. I give him one for free, but yeah, <laughs> he, he actually he was <laughs> that's, he, that's the deal I'm talking about. <laughs> he had one for you, but Watson needed a truck, and it, w- it went to him. Bad deal. Yeah, right. yeah, come on, guy. He's going to give me a truck or Ryan Villapoto. That's, that's a no-brainer. Uh, Kenny Watson. Kenny who? That's what Brian, that's what Brian would say. Uh, hey, if you want to call in for got a question for uh, Ryan Villapoto, 702-586-PULP. Call in, and, uh, and you can ask him a question. RV, um, how you feel after Daytona? Was it a little sore than a normal Supercross? Uh, I wouldn't say I was any more sore, no, but. Um, or any any more tired that, like the day after or so, mm-hmm. but you know just as doing for the twenty laps, it was it was more tiring than a normal Supercross track or race. How was that track? How gnarly did it get? I mean, Kenny was on earlier talking about how Ivan and Blows were saying that uh, it was it was tough. Um, what what do you think? No, it was you know lap times were really like pretty long. Um, track Daytona always gets rough, you know, sandy and. And, uh, you know, they, they don't build the trannies in the, the jumps or any of the sections smooth. They want it to be as, right. as difficult and as, as like, uh, not flowing as, as they can get it. So uh-huh. um, it already starts out, you know, when the track, before we even go out there, it's already rough. and Nobody's even rode on it already. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's tiring and it's a track that you got to stay on your toes. But the thing that was, was tough was the lighting was, was actually not very good, I didn't think. It was kind of dim. Yeah, did they not have the the big lights on? No, I mean they had the big lights, uh, like uh, the, whatever you would call them, above the yeah. the stadium or whatever you want to call it. And then they also had like those truck lights that they pulled in at Colorado. But 
I don't know. I think they needed more. It was the, the dark sand, and then, uh-huh. it, I don't know, it just drained the light out, you know? I don't know. It was kind of dark, I thought. You're the second guy I heard say that, so that's why I was wondering what was going on, like, as opposed to years past. So, I don't know. Dude, I heard a rumor that they didn't use, like, all of the lights for money reasons, why it would have cost them more money to light. Like, if you looked up at the lights, they were, they were on, but there was, like, some in the middle that weren't on. Banks that weren't on, yeah. They, they weren't all on. Uh. And they said that, mm. the, and Ivan brought it to my attention, that he talked to someone before, and they said that they weren't going to run all the lights because it would cost too much money for power. Uh-huh. And Ivan was like, you know what, all the riders need to come together. If, if anyone has an issue before the races, and to say, hey, you either turn those lights on or we don't race. Yeah. Well, the lights were shining yeah, on no, you, though, that, RV. That's what you need a riders' union for. Yeah, yeah. I seen a lot of. Yeah, good I luck see, with that. I seen a lot of. I seen a lot of flash bulbs going off on you, though. So you were pretty lit up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, two wins in a row, bud. Uh, um, and, uh, and both great rides. I mean, that that lap 19 strategy in Atlanta was phenomenal. <laughs> I know it was just it, man. It works. It, we executed it yeah. so well. It, it just uh, <laughs> it, everything came came together so well that that last lap Dude, in I, Atlanta. I wrote the text that Mikey sent me in my observations column, and there were dudes on the bottom of the Racer X comments saying, "That's no way that that was planned." There's, I mean, why, well, how anybody thought that was serious, I don't, I don't know. But that's what we deal I with. I don't know, but I know yeah. I'm, I'm getting a lot of heat that basically says that. Um, I don't know that there's basically Stu's giving it up, and if he wouldn't crash, he'd be, you know, the best ever. Which I mean, he's obviously one of the fastest guys for sure, but you know, it's it's not a, uh, it's not always being just the fastest guy. Well, let's let's talk about that a little bit in Daytona. We were talking about it earlier in the show. You know, James was jumping that wall jump, and it was faster. You saw it coming. Did that play into mind? Did the fact that hey, he could eat it on that as well as clear it did that come into your mind i mean is that part of the strategy i mean you know that jump was all i got i mean that jump was sketchy um <laughs> i mean i've seen some pictures of uh basically he's only about a couple inches three four inches above it yeah um so i don't know the risk to, to gain um i think for me wasn't you know it was too much of a risk um, he might have thought he needed to do that, I guess. But right. uh, it, I mean, it worked for him. I mean, he didn't crash on it. But I mean, yep. yeah, it was. I thought it was. Um, man, it was a sketchy jump, but it was. It was good. Good for photos. I mean, I'll give it to him. It was. A, it was. A, it was a good. Uh, yeah. Good trick he pulled out of his sleeves. Hey, let me ask you a question. If let's say uh, you guys were tied in points and he was doing that in Vegas, so there was a jump like that, and that's the only place that he was faster on the track, could you see yourself doing that? Oh hell yeah! I would. Uh, I mean, have to give it a shot. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, people kept saying, "Well, you know, well James was doing that and Ryan wasn't." And my feedback was, "Hey, we're halfway through. Ryan, when James was in the lead, he was just riding his race and said, if I get second, I get second. If I get fifth, I get fifth. I'm not going to take any chances. I'm going to ride comfortable and I'm going to get through this, and it all worked out for you. Correct." Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I, the, the lights weren't that good, so I was only, I mean, I was not, I'm not going to say I wasn't, wasn't pushing hard and riding yeah. um, as fast as I could go, but, I, you know, I was riding fat as hard, really, I mean, as, as hard as I was as comfortable doing with the lights that way. I mean, I probably wouldn't have gone, you know, much faster than that um, 
in a different scenario, but I was, you know, just I was also trying to be careful while going fast. Doesn't it go back to your comment you made in Atlanta? It's just all about riding smart, right? I mean, you pick your battles. Yeah, and go I mean, for it. in in certain situations, it is. I mean, it's got how you get through the season too. Hey, do you uh, do you change your riding style, or do you change your plan of attack now? You uh, you're 23 points up on uh, is Stewart in second or Reed second? I didn't. Stewie's still in second. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? I thought Reed was. Oh, I think Stewie is. Uh, I think Reed is. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's your cue to look it up. Okay. (laughs) Give me a second. Uh, uh, Do you change your riding strategy at all? No, I mean, mean, hell, I'd like to win some more races. Yeah, Um, you've won four. So, yeah, let's get some more. I mean, that's the easiest way to, you know, secure a spot for the championship. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. so this is Ryan won uh, Daytona last year too, right? Yep, two in a row. Wow, you're catching Stanton, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, that race is it's that's a fun race. It's a it's a pretty big one to win. So yeah, um, we you... were able to get the first one last year, which was was cool, and and then to, to back it up makes it even better. I, I you gotta love it as a Kawasaki rider crossing that finish line and looking at all the Honda guys just wah wah wah. Yeah, Daytona <laughs> Supercross by Honda, not one by by either in either class. You know. Yeah, no, it was. It, 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 that's always nice. You know, it's the every banner, everything you see yeah. there is is Honda, and then you go and win it on a Kawasaki. Right. It's it's hey, uh, pretty sweet. I'm hey. gonna need to get my my bonus really raised up just for that race <laughs> if I win. Uh, hey, maybe you, it's like quadruple. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe you can buy some more uh, some more guns. Maybe a tank. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, hey, did you know that? Did you hear the crowd? Did you know James went down, or did you not know until you came around the corner? Um, I kind of heard the crowd, but then when I came out of the turn, I could kind of like they had, the flaggers like weren't even ready, and then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they came up, the flags came up, and then all of a sudden I, I jumped that double, that he, or the triple that he had crashed on, but I doubled it, and then kind of when I was in the air, the red light came on on the triple. Yeah. And, um, you, I was like, <sighs> luckily I rolled it. Yeah, I was going to say, you almost did it, dude. That was close. Yeah, I, 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 it, like I thought about jumping, I was like, uh, and, yeah. you know, in last second I, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch the t- show on TV yet. Did you, Kenny? Uh. Did did Ralph openly weep after James went down? I didn't watch it. Oh, I was there. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it either. Hey, did you know that was James on the ground when you went by Ryan? Um, I couldn't see him, but when I rolled the triple, I seen his bike on the on the on the double. What was the, the first thing that went through your mind? What was the first thing that went through your mind when you seen the number seven bike laying on its side? His bonus check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I was like, all right, well. Here's my opportunity. Yeah. I mean, he gave it to me, and uh, I'll take it. Hey, uh, um, what do you think he did on that jump? I was talking to Langston after the race, and he was standing right there, and he said there was a nasty hole right in that main line, and he thinks James wheelied all the way from the turn up that jump, and he caught his back tire in that hole and then went over. Did you see a hole there? What do you think he did? Or do you, do you have any – is Langston No, drunk? I mean, I, 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 well, I mean, it's on TV actually. Well, I have it recorded. Um, right. They're watching it right now. Uh, we watched it already a couple times. Um, from what I've seen, is basically he just wheelied. There was, I mean, it was getting chewed out there, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I was taking that same line. I didn't notice any kicker. I, I'm almost positive there was no kicker there. I think he just came out of the turn, and I mean, from what it shows on TV, if you watch it, he wheelies. Yeah. Um, 
and he almost didn't even expect it to wheelie, and it, his front wheel didn't even catch the takeoff, and it kind of went just yeah. wheelie straight over it, and and just that sent him over the bars. Yeah. Hey, we, we had a we had a healthy debate earlier in the show, and they're, we, they're, they're, they're showing your guy right now. Who, what, what, who's my battling, guy? He's, he's, battling, oh, he's battling with Izzard. Izzard? Yeah. Who, who's, who's my guy? Which one is my guy this week? It's always your guy. It's Alessi. Well, I, apparently Chad Reed's my guy, too. Chad Reed isn't your guy. You walk around with his penis sticking out of your ear half the time. There we go. Fantastic. Hey. <laughs> uh, Chad uh, Reed's my guy, too, but I, I leave his penis in his pants. Uh, did we get those point standings yet? I don't rub it on his, yeah, my face I, like you. Yeah, I've had like 15 okay. minutes. Okay, who's second in the points? Stewart's ahead of Reed by one Thank point. Thank you. Stewart's ahead of Reed one by point. one point. So, is he? Yeah. He is. Oh, I, I thought I thought Chad was. Let's let's get to some calls. Uh, maybe Chad's on the phone. That'd be awesome. But uh, let's get some, some some calls. EJ, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? How are you, Eric Johnson? I'm, yeah. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No, it's not oh. Eric Johnson. Oh, EJ. Um, no, EJ. Eric J. You got a question for uh, Ryan Villapoto? Yeah, Ryan. How you doing tonight? Uh, pretty good. You? I'm great. Uh, I'm glad you're back and uh, kicking ass and uh, picking up where you left off for St. Louis last year. Um, all right. Thanks, man. Yeah, my question is: um, Are you still um, buying guns after every race? After every race win? No, I, I'm not actually buying them after every race win. Um, I mean, I got quite a few um, as of right <laughs> now um, from the past. But uh, I'm working on getting uh, maybe a 50 right now from uh, actually a guy Mathis knows. So uh, we'll see what we can do with that. There we go. Get a yeah. 50 after each win. Yeah, sweet. And then you get guns and all I didn't 50. know Kawasaki made a 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Kenny. EJ, thanks for calling, man. Thank you. That guy right, really thanks. just call and ask if the guy's going to buy a gun. I don't know. We got Our lines are full. Everybody wants to talk to RV. Nobody wanted to talk to us earlier. So. That's cool. I don't blame him. Rubes, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? You got a question for RV? I do. Um... I have been a Volcom fan for a while, and I think uh, you were one of the first guys to kind of bring or have the Volcom sponsorship in MX. So, uh, bullshit. I was kind of I'm calling bullshit on that guy. Brian Deegan, 1995. Check out a Moto Triple X video. Oh, God. He sported the, the diamond way back. Villapoto is probably the fastest guy they've ever sponsored for sure. <laughs> but uh, Deegan. I, I have to check out the tape. I got it here. 95, bro. Yep. All right. So now we carry, carry on. <laughs> ask him another question. Um, Kenny, welcome back to the show. Thanks, thanks for coming back. Yeah, whatever. Um, I just uh, that was the only question I had. So what was the question? Just that he'd been a vocal athlete. There was yeah, no he, question yeah, how, there. How he how he became a vocal athlete? Yeah. Oh, how he became one. All right. Yeah. He's just sick, bro. Uh, I mean, yeah, basically. Uh, I'm just saying, basically, they sponsored Nico. They sponsored Nico. Um, yeah. In uh, the, some amateur stuff, and then uh, once I, uh, I think I what did I, I once I left PC, then I was able to do my own, you know, sponsors and things like that. So we were able to link up, and that's how, uh, that's how I got him, and that's we've been together ever since. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of Nico's helmets. Um, I, I saw that you gave one away on Transworld the other week. Unfortunately, I wasn't quick enough on Twitter. So, oh, you gave her helmet um, away? Wow. Yeah, Mike Stevens won yeah. it. Yeah. Mike Stevens. But uh, I'll be in Indy this week, and I'll uh, see you guys there. Thanks, All Bruce. Right.
Thanks right. for listening, All bud. Right, sounds good. I got to hook, hook yep. RV up with uh, Beretta. Do a lot of stuff with us. Who? Beretta. They make guns. Did you hear that? Beretta? Did you hear that, Villa? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Dude, right he on. just gave him a boner, the dude. Mossy Oak. Dude, there you that'd go. be awesome to have a gun that shoots like even more bullets per second than what he currently did has. Did you guys shoot when you I were out there? Sh- I didn't shoot. Were uh, they Swiss, shooting guns? Swiss core shot. Yeah, I didn't shoot. Uh, Tyson, you there? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up, man? You got a question for RV? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, question I have is in regards to, like, uh, impress day, it seems like with every track – there's always one piece of the puzzle with the track as far as something that James or Ryan or Chattered is doing to separate themselves from everybody else. Like this weekend, it was the big, the big jump that he was clearing. A couple times, it's like a triple, triple, triple. If you guys, as writers, are part of press day, does that give you a competitive advantage that over that weekend to kind of see the track and ride it and you know, whip it over a couple of triples for the for the press, or I, I is can it answer not that. really that much of a factor? He's calling Villapoto. He doesn't want to answer. He I, doesn't want you to I answer. Let say, Ryan answer I it. want to save Villapoto's breath. <laughs> All right. Well, basically, when we show up for press day, um, we get to ride um, one straightaway, and it's never, it's never the whoops. And if it is a rhythm section that we can possibly do something big in, They'll have us like kind of like they'll they won't give us any run to it. We'll have to just kind of double through it. Like they never they never give us the whole track or you know a lot of time on it. It's just a little little deal for some TV and, and cameras and things like that, and and that's about it. And and they're not even done with the tra- the full track when we when we when we're there. So Alden probably not really Alden probably loses it too because you got to go in a day early. Wrecks all the training yeah, no, programs. That, 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 oh, yeah, that, he's not. He's, he's definitely <laughs> upset about that. Yeah, that, exactly. That. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> well, I hey, whatever, hey, well, whatever kind of, question, kind of uh, I'm not too. sure if you've seen, seen the whole race or not, but uh, Michael Lessie had quite the battle with James Stewart when James was coming through the pack. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that on TV or not. but it Oh, that was like an epic battle. He that got was a blue epic. Over his, Looks over his left shoulder, hits his brakes, and just kind of says, go ahead, James. He got a blue flag. He thought he was getting lapped. Dude, same with my guy. My guy got a blue flag. Ivan, he got a blue flag, and he moved over. The problem was RV was right there behind Stewart, and everybody freaked out and kept giving blue flags early. Hey, I had on the radio for my guy. How was – did you like the way Tedesco just moved out of your way? I was screaming at my guys, make sure he knows that Ryan's coming. Don't hold him up. I wanted you to win. Yeah, because Kawasaki now. Yeah, yeah, that team oh, player, yeah. team Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah, so t- yeah, we're teammates. Yeah, but t- yeah. Have you noticed Kenny's team? Ken, R- Villo, you haven't, but they got green accented front number oh, plates. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I've seen it. They have green on the front number plate and the seat. And the Kawasaki on the seat. Oh That's yeah, right, dude. Team players. How much do you think you complaining yeah. on the show had anything to do with that? Well, some people say sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth to realize it. Uh huh. But I don't think I had much to do with okay. it. I think they wanted to do it, and it was the timing wasn't right. And they we uh, came together as a company, and they realized that it was something they wanted to do. I mean, and it was cool too because I mean, Mike was behind him, Ryan's mechanic, Big B, the, you know, Fish, all those guys, you know, worked together and mm-hmm. took it to the next level and ma- made it happen. Yeah. But it's just an honor to be a teammate with those guys. <laughs> I really like the French guy, too. He's a great teammate. <laughs> Thanks, Tyson. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Hey, when's, uh, when's Jake coming back? Uh, he rode today for the first time. Oh, really? Cool. Hey, what yeah, about so everything's, everything's good. What about motocross action? They said that you didn't lap James because <clears throat> you were scared of getting taken out. 
<laughs> Is that what they said? That's what they said. Hmm. Who wrote that? Right. MXA. Who? I don't know. They never put their author's name on their articles. Jeez. That's what they said. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I know. I'm just asking. That uh, was retarded. Hey, John, you there? Yeah. You got a question for uh, the Daytona Supercross winner by Honda, Ryan Villapoto? Yes, I do. Uh, Ryan, uh, we were talking about, or they were talking about it earlier in the show, um, about how the most of the pro riders don't wear chest protectors. And mm-hmm. I have uh, I have a couple of kids that race and stuff, you know, and I'm, I kind of force them to wear all protection I, I can get for them. And I was just wondering, what uh, first of all, what why do you choose not to wear one, and um, and, and what's the you know what's the main benefit of not wearing it? Well, if there I is mean, one. I I quit wearing one when like when when I started wearing the Liat, um, because it's kind of. Adding adding the Liat and the chest protector was it's just too much, and I'd rather have the Liat on and not the chest protector than have the chest protector and not the Liat. Hey, uh, uh, John, uh, just sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Kenny has a chest protector on right now, so he put one on. We're gonna put it on Twitter. I'm gonna take a picture. Of I, it. I really feel that chest protectors are needed at all times. Yeah, especially at a time like this when people are talking about having a chest protector. Um, I like to practice, uh, you know, what you safety preach. first. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, got, definitely got to wear sure. your chest like, protector. I, wear, I, I mean, I should, shouldn't say Liat, but Alpen Star neck brace is the one I wear. Um, <laughs> how about, good how about uh, just a neck I brace, follow. period? Uh, I wear the donut I think, because I like donuts, like Davy Millsap's donut, but I, I like them glazed chocolate. Yeah, Ryan, no, it doesn't so, work I mean, good I, with I, that Alpine Star I mean, chest protector that they make for that. Neck brace. Yeah, but he's a Thor guy. He can't wear an eight star. I haven't seen the Alpen Star chest. Like, I mean, I've I've seen it, but I haven't really like checked it out. Um, I know there's some things you can do by you know uh, cutting some of the plastic away, um, trying to get the neck brace to fit a little bit better. Um, I don't see like uh, for sure if if you crash and and happen to land on the bar or something, it's definitely going to help to have a chest protector on. Um, All right, but I mean, for me, I, like I said, it's a little more. It, it comes down to just a little more freedom, not feeling so. Uh, I don't know, uh, restricted. That's what I told her last night when she wanted me to wear a condom. I said I like to be free. All right, bleep that out. Thanks, John. <laughs> All right, thanks, John, for Watson, the call. There's kids listening to the show. Yeah, I know. That's why they need to wear a condom. Save sex. Practice well, them. So everyone knows. I just put it up on Twitter. And uh, he's wearing a pink chest protector. JT Retro, bro. JT Racing. What's nice, though, is he crashed. He picked me up from the Hard Rock today. What's your Twitter account? Uh, Viger, VJ Dodge. V-I-G-E-R-D-O-G-G-E. But, yeah, he, he, uh, he, he earlier in the show, he fell off a table at Tedesco's house, smashed his head through the drywall. Today, he picked me up from Hard Rock, smashed into a pole with his car. You need to wear one every day. I, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. This back. is what happens when I used to wear one when I rode. It always move up on me like that, and I, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> You're 50? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last 50th birthday, two shows ago, we hey, celebrated it. Whirlwind, what's up? Hey, I was going to ask Villapoto if uh, Alden Baker approves of Mandingo Pickles. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not much in the, in the, in the pickles other than maybe a little little high sodium, but yeah, they're yeah. good. Right on. Last thing I wanted to ask was whether if you had a chance to ride one of the other factory bikes, 
can you say which one you'd want to ride? I mean, I know you're great on a. Oh, on a he light can't stick, answer maybe that. Three fifty would work. He can't great answer that. Whirlwind, come on. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, there's got to be one that he thinks. No, he he's riding a Kawasaki his whole life. He gets he's got paid millions of dollars from Kawasaki. He's not going to tell you or us. Come on. If he was going to say it anyway, no, I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I can't hand it. That's a dumb question. Cali for life. Yeah, there you go. Exactly, Kawasaki for life. Um. Uh, RV. So, what's uh, what's the plan for this week? Any, does anything change? Does your week to week thing change due to the fact that it was Daytona and maybe a longer main event? Do you do you do anything differently? Because this weekend is we're back to Indy in a dome. No, I mean we. I mean you've seen it. We. Uh, well, I did I don't see, know it. If you've seen it. That one. Did, yeah, well, we were in the Daytona section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean that was it. That was it for for yeah. anything changing it up. Still did my laps and yeah. And everything like that, but just made the track a little bit longer. Um, and now we're back riding just the cross track, back to the yeah. same program. What uh, What about your teammate Fabian Iswa? You, 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 have you talked to him ever? Yeah, no, he's actually pretty cool. Um, he is, right? He, 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 yeah, you know, he is. He's quiet. Um, uh, but yeah, he'll talk. He'll talk, and he's he's actually pretty nice and um, good for the team. While while Jake's out for sure. Mm-hmm. There. No, he has not made every main. Uh, he missed one, I think. Well, yeah, he missed. He missed one, but he's he's actually done really well for just stepping in and, and getting on the bike. Hey, I asked uh, I asked a few riders this question: um, Is there anybody in the class that surprises you this year? Um, anybody stepped it up, and I mean anybody. Like, could be just a dude that you lap every week, but is there somebody that uh, really has stepped up their game and, and you didn't realize was maybe this good? Anybody in the four fifty class? You know, like for example, one guy told me Weston Pike. <laughs> so I mean, I I don't I don't okay. know. Okay, all right. You don't follow these guys? N- not really. Who's the Who's the worst guy to lap? I think you just said it. You think Weston? I don't know. It's it's. You know, I, I don't know. Do we have a Heath Voss or Do we have a Heath Voss or Kyle Lewis in the mix? <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah, those guys, um, you know, they just had a reputation of Whatever fighting. happened to Heath Foss? Where's he at? I don't know. He was going to race think, didn't he race? Didn't he race some races last year? He did. He raced uh, a lot of them. And then he, I think last year, he KO'd himself at one of the Anaheims, and we never saw him again. Um, every every time you could hear him on the, you knew he was on the line because every time he would hold his bike absolutely wide open. Yes. Like on, on the stops. Ready for the gate to drop, and his bike would just bounce off the rev limiter. You could hear him every time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Would oh. he have his goggles on backwards too? Oh yeah, like underneath his visor. Yeah, gosh, I missed that. Yeah, um, <laughs> it worked. He doesn't have to hold them. Good sure. point. Hey, uh, is this Mike? Yeah, it is. What's up, Mike? Thanks for calling the hey, show. Hey, what's up, Mathis? Hey, Kenny, welcome back, buddy. Thank you. RV, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. You? Good, man. Hey, thanks a lot for that uh, sweet contest. Uh, appreciate the helmet. And uh, wanted to do a quick little plug just for uh, Bryce's nephew, Kyle Kreider. Uh, the helmet's going to go up on eBay. So anyone that uh, wants to win uh, or, excuse me, buy RV's helmet, which is one hell of a sweet helmet, uh, go and bid for it. You won't regret it. Wow, Mike, so, Mike uh, took his winning helmet yeah, and put RV, it on my, eBay. My question is really fast for everybody. After you win the championship, are we going to see some videos you ripping around on the KX250 Kawasaki did for you? Oh yeah, no, that's a that, that's a that's a home right now. But yeah, I mean, um, one of these days I need to get it out to Paris. It's kind of like a, oh yeah, 
uh, a good track for a two-stroke. Um, maybe uh, maybe maybe he could go head-to-head -head with Ferry. He was doing that 125 comeback, right, Mathis? That video was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I, did. Awesome. I watched the video. I watched it. What would you think? How fast did he look? I mean, that was all good. Like, like the riding part was pretty funny, but, um, I mean, I wasn't just, like, cracking up on the whole thing. But, yeah, it was, it was yeah, no. You know, if I got a, if I got a smile out of you, I'd be happy. You know, a a, a little <laughs> bit of a small smile would be good. Did you, oh hey, man! Did you notice? Did you notice I didn't do an interview with you after the race? Why not? Because you said some mean things on Twitter to me, and I put you on probation for a week. <laughs> so there you go. Oh man, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, hey, cool, cool guys. I'm going to let you go because I don't want to take up your time. Thanks a lot for having me on. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. All right, see ya. Uh, that's cool. That yeah, Mike won a helmet and donated it for uh, for an eBay auction. A Volk, the Volk. Cool. Is that the thing you wanted? Anaheim won the one you want. You won in. No, it was, actually, uh, it was a Volcom helmet that, ah. that matched that gear. But obviously, I can't wear you know the yeah. helmet because it should be monster. But yeah, no, it's a Volcom helmet that matches matches the gear that. Um, then they did like a, uh -huh. you know, like a, some competitions and trivia question deals. And then, uh, obviously it's getting auctioned off. Yeah. Something. No, that's... What did he say it was for? Um, it's for this local, uh, at our local track, uh, the guy that... Vegas guy? Yeah. Bryce Davis owns a track. His cousin was flagging and got oh, hit by yeah. a bike and the guy's in a coma. So he's. Oh, okay. I read about that. Still, still jacked up, Kenny. Yeah, it's induced. So hopefully, uh -huh. things are gonna get better. Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, that'll. That, yeah, that'll be good. Um, well, right on, RV. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, uh, no problem. I uh, I wanted to get you on. Uh, congratulations on your two wins in a row, too. Um, you really got yourself a little streak going there. Yeah, well, we can keep it going. Yeah, well, let's hope so. What uh, <laughs> uh, are you surprised at all? Before I let you go, are you surprised at all at uh, uh, the two fifty F class and what's going on in that class? Uh, Baggett winning, uh, Wilson and Barsha all going at it. Is that kind of what you thought would happen? Uh, I mean, I mean, it's, that class is so like all over the place. You mm -hmm. don't know who's gonna who's gonna win or who's yeah. gonna be just ripping one weekend. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. You never know. You just go to the race, and, and something, something good's going to happen, though. Uh huh. What? What? Uh, and what do you think? How much do you think my visit during the week had, had to do with you winning? Zero. Uh, I mean, a, a decent amount. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, a decent amount. Mathis <laughs> is probably one of my most favorite guys for sure. Oh, thanks, bud. You, you, you are Mathis. Uh, I appreciate that. That that's nice. I beat out Steve Cox and uh, and. Um, Kenny Watson. Try to get out of the doghouse. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually it's actually pretty fun. I mean, we can have some good laughs, and I can I can always you know make funny a little bit, and that's always oh yeah, just fun. just a little bit, huh? Hey, when are we yeah. gonna get Ivan and RV on the Kawasaki test track for a little showdown? There's no such thing. Uh, what, what, there's, there's no showdown. Maybe, what, maybe before Vegas. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think, Kenny? I mean, because Ivan was the fastest guy there. Hey, did you watch the Laker game yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, hey, RV, thanks, man. And uh, I'll see you this weekend uh, at Indianapolis, and, and hopefully you'll see Kenny there too. I'm sure you will. Hey, your uh, Mercedes right. has a smash bumper too, by the way. No, it doesn't. Yeah, he smashed it at the Hard Rock picking me up. 
into a big, huge pull. Oh, dude, that was a, that was a pretty sweet S550 that you just dicked all up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> did you really hit him? Really? He, he did. He yeah. backed right into it. He big backed- as life. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Come on, Kenny. Dude, everybody at the everyone at the hotel waiting to check in was laughing their ass off at him. He sat outside have confused. Parking sonars. Yeah. All right, V. Hey, uh, <laughs> ARV, check your email. I sent you a picture of uh, douchebag wearing a pink chest protector. You can load it All up. All right, I will. I actually, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Thanks, I'll look bud. At it right now. All right, Ryan. Later. Thanks for coming on, bud. All right. See you. All right. All right, Ryan Villapoto, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. That's uh, two wins in a row for him. Good guy. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Really like this weekend. We got it on video, him riding by uh, doing test track, and he was riding pre- at a pretty good rate, and he reached over and looked at me and, and flicked me off and then kept motoring. So that was awesome. That's awesome. That's always cool to see. Uh, pulling tear-offs in the air as well as flicking people off in the middle of the air uh, or middle of the fast straightaway. Uh, you just never know what can happen. That's funny how he thinks like you – like. Are all up Reed's ass. That's the only reason I said that. Dude, I don't get it though. Like I get when I go over to Reed's truck, it's all Europe RV's ass, and when I go over <laughs> to somebody else's truck, it's like Europe Michael Lessie's ass, Europe Kyle Chisholm's ass. I've heard all of it. Really? What am I supposed to do? Pull your head out. <laughs> no, my point is, is I was never in the ass. Okay, that's the point. You can sound drop that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never in the ass. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, as a media guy, what do you do? You what know? can you do? Just keep doing what you do, Steve. Well, hopefully you don't walk off, Kenny, and, or you can run the show, you know? I wish I knew how I would do it. You're not going to have that show with Hanson in the strip club? Maybe. Oh, you're still negotiating? Yep. That sounds really fun. Jerk. I know. I'm an idiot. All right, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Let's go. Hey, Brian, I wanted to talk to you about uh, get touch touch base with you a little bit on that. We're going to have John Mitchiff on in here in a little bit. Uh so far, in your opinion, I mean, you know, you grew up racing. What would you like to see change in our, in our series? I always like asking people like yourself this who come in from the outside and sort of – we're all – Kenny and I have been doing it for a long time, and we're in it, and we're involved in it. From the outside looking in, you've come in, you've been to the races, you've seen what's going on. What would you like changed either as a fan or as a sponsor? What's, what's, what are some of your thoughts? Oh, sponsor, I take that all aside. This is a fan of the sport. You know, I've been watching this stuff since Hurricane Hannah, so mm-hmm. I – I've always wanted this year the caliber of riders. I mean, you got RV and you Tedesco and Wyndham is killing it, and Stewart and Chad. I mean, all these guys are just top tens locked up, right? right? So you got 20 guys lined up at the gate, and uh, you watch the races, and it's a lot of close calls with these lappers. I mean, they they got us. I, I would probably institute a rule that said, you know, you get the flag twice, get them off the track because someone's going to get hurt. Right. I mean, bad. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like. I'd be curious to see what the listeners have to say. I, it, the lights class is for for getting ready for the big show. Yep. I mean, once you're in the big show, I mean, once you're lapped twice, you you're just going to cause more harm than you are good. Yeah. And I hate to see <laughs> RV or you know, God forbid one of our guys come over a triple land on top of somebody and yeah. get out the rest of the season or All somebody right. that you know RV that's shooting for the title uh, ch- championship. Yeah. You know, get hurt on some fluke. Yeah, you yeah. know. So well, and I mean, if you're lapped twice, you're not really in the race anymore. <laughs> exactly, and, and uh, it's from a sponsor's point of view, I mean, any one of these top guys, I mean, uh, you know, Reed's got his own team this year, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to watch it from the sidelines. And you got uh, Stewart, and you know, we think Stewart has his own team. Yeah, we think he does. <laughs> I I just think from the sponsor's point, I think it's a lot of risk, and the risk, uh, you know, outweighs the reward. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, 
you know, and they should respect that. I yeah. mean, hey, you're, you're you're out of the race till you get up to the speed with the rest of the class. Right. So, hey, Kenny, if you get one of your guys hurt, uh, are you filling in for Dodge? Uh, no. Do you know? Is no. it no? No, we got plenty of guys to fill in for the twentieth spot. I think we're all right there. <laughs> what 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 are you gonna fill in for? For for a ride for the team if somebody gets hurt. I mean, it who just, you like who? Oh, I don't know. Fabian Isua. When he, no. When, when, no. <laughs> I'm just asking. No. Um. So you'd like to see the lappers? You'd like to see? Yeah, if you're two laps down, like you said, you're not you're not in contention anymore. I mean, it's just yeah. you're, you're doing more harm than you're good. You're in the way. And besides, it opens up it opens up the field. You know, right. it lets these guys pick a line that's uh-huh. it's fast. It just yeah. no one's watching the guys anyway. Is there a, is there a way to quantify Dodge Motorsports sponsorship of the team? Is there a way? Obviously, I mean, car sales are this is one, but I mean, is there a way where you guys are measuring the impact you're making? How, and how are you doing that? And, and is it sort of, uh, you know, can you tell the demographic or, or anything like that? I, I don't know. It's really hot. It's tough, but. It, it's it's really tough. I mean, it's not like uh, race car driving or racing. I mean, uh-huh. it's pretty easy. There's a lot of B2B play there. We Obviously, our sponsors. Hold on. What's B2B? Business to business oh, opportunity. Okay. I mean, yeah. like, let's take Miller, for instance, uh-huh. or uh, Penzoil is our first fill in all of our vehicles coming off the line. Uh-huh. So there's a financial benefit for them to be part of us and us yeah. part of them. Uh, the new sponsors in Supercross, you have to get really creative. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to put a, a program together for people involved with the sport to buy products at a at a good rate affiliates program. Yep. Um, but it's more about the younger or demographic. Did you, did you give RV a better deal than that, or was that <laughs> was it was it just that program? Uh, actually, he he reached out to Kenny and uh, he did. Yeah. He just, uh, we are teammates. You know, they are teammates. Right, sorry, we, I are, forgot. we are teammates, so I yeah. can't take care. Of I my saw guys. the green green pinstriping and stuff. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe someday you might see Ryan Villapoto on a Hart and Huntington Ooh. Dodge Motorsports Kawasaki. With Mike Fisher managing it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, no, sorry. But, but, but yeah. back to the yeah. back to the topic. You know, it's um, it's tough it's, to it's more of eighteen to eighteen to thirty four demographic. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a younger demographic. It's action sports. Um, again, we, we use this example. I don't know if anybody had heard it. Um, on the Racer X plug that we uh, interview that we did, yep. but we we don't make we don't make running shoes. Brooks makes our running shoes, right? Yep. These guys do these marathons. We just want to be a brand that's associated with people who have passion. Right. Something they do on the weekend for free, whether it's uh, marathons, it's bodybuilding, it's surfing, whatever it is. In my case, marathons. Marathons, yep. yeah. Or just, eating, eating. Yeah. Yeah. Do you make anything for professional eaters? No, nothing yet. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Um. Yeah. So you just want to be that brand that those people whatever they do we want to support choose. their passion right exactly right. it's not it's not always about a direct line to sell in the car and, and and car racing it's 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 a passion play people you know people are passionate about cars I mean, you watch bear jackson you watch this whips you watch dub you watch all these different tv shows reality shows people are passionate about cars yeah and uh we just want to be part of that we want to be part of that whole lifestyle that you know that uh that really involves people with things that they yeah. do on the weekend that they just love doing for free, you know? Yeah, maybe we should be involved with some radio shows, internet radio shows. <laughs> uh, just saying. I found it interesting, too, uh, when you came in, not Dodge trucks, which is a natural thing in our sport. We've had Chevy, we've had, you know, Toyota, not the Dodge trucks, Dodge Motorsports, which is sort of their your muscle line of cars. Absolutely, because uh, um, we don't make Dodge trucks anymore. It's a, it's a Ram brand. Yep. Oh, it's a Ram. It's oh, a Ram, Ram brand, oh. separated from Dodge. Um, Dodge is a performance Good brand. Thing I did all my homework before the show. And uh, and Ram has been separated off into okay. its old uh, its own uh, brand, if you will. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. We've got Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Mopar. Uh huh. 
And uh, the Rams are working man's truck. It's it's there for a reason. It's uh, Ryan Villapoto. Appreciate that. It's mossy oak. It's Beretta. It's hunting. It's fishing. It's it's construction. You just threw out names that I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the Dodge is the motorsports Maybe the big brand for the company. Kenny, Kenny does. Um, hey. Uh, hey, if you want to call in and talk to Brian, Kenny, or myself, seven zero two, or even Tits. Tits, are you taking calls? Uh, yes, I am. 702-586-7857. Maybe you can weigh in on whether we should pay tits for the the coming months uh, <laughs> while for work he hasn't done. Um, DC, you there? Yeah, I got you. What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, I'm good. Hey, uh, question. Uh, you were talking about the, the blue flag and, and getting off the track. Yep. Um, it looked to me uh, when Stewart was making his amazing run, uh, when he came up on Alessi, you know, and Alessi just checked up and kind of looked over and let him go by. Uh, did, did you see that? And, and did you do you think that that was because he was getting blue flagged? Did it look like he was getting blue flagged? Did he yeah, look- yeah, he he was getting blue flagged, and he just certainly took the whole getting over out of the way to the extreme. He thought James was leading, um, but uh, no, that's was because he was getting the blue flag um, for Ryan Villapoto. But it was a little early for Ryan Villapoto, I thought so. Right when I when I saw it, you know, I watched it a couple times, and, and it looked like when you know Stewart was coming up on him, maybe the flagger was a little premature with it, and then and then a couple turns later, I mean, RV was was you know he was back there, it wasn't right on him, but he was close, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just thought maybe he was a little premature with the with the blue flag. Yeah, they are every weekend, huh, Kenny? One of the one of the things that like when you work for riders, I've worked for riders that get lapped. Mm-hmm. Kenny manages some riders that get lapped. There's a lot of those blue flags that get. Taking adva- the rider behind them gets takes takes advantage of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a. You know who's the king of doing that was Kyle Lewis. Oh, <laughs> all the time. He'd find the burst of speed all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, and the guy getting lapped would slow down, and Lewis yep. would grab a position. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely, it happens quite a bit in our sport. Uh, DC, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the only other thing I got, um, you think? Um, I watched um, one of my favorite shows is uh, Dust of Glory. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's a great flick. Yeah, it's awesome. I've seen it. Kenny, yeah. you seen it? And and, and, and and Mouse McCoy talks about having no context of what he was doing. You know, he just hated racing. And do you, do you think, I mean, you guys are in the industry and you, and you, you, know, you know everybody. Do you think they get, they get it, uh, how blessed they are to go and, and be able to do this this thing uh, week in and week out, do they do they understand it? Do they you you get the, the feeling that they they're with it? You know what I'm saying? That's really funny you asked that because that's uh, a great question. My buddy Kevin Swisscore asked me on the drive back from Daytona at 1:30 in the morning which riders I thought would continue to ride and race after they were done pro. Like which guys really loved it and which guys it's a job to. Interesting. What do you think, Kenny? I, I don't I, I cannot see maybe Wyndham. I could see him continue just to ride once mm-hmm. in a while, but uh, all the other guys I I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know really what their 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 passion and their hearts really into yeah. it. I said Wyndham also. I also said uh, a Shorty. Shorty loves to ride. He rides yeah. in the woods and stuff and all that. Uh, I could see Shorty continuing to ride and ride races and stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know. Good question though. Yeah, well, you know what? I hope I hope Wyndham uh, continues to ride. In fact, when when uh, they were in Oakland, I didn't get to go this year. But the club I race with up here, our uh, our president, the uh, Over the Hill Gang Bay Chapter, Chris Talbot, our president, came and uh, gave him an honorary member uh, jersey and uh, had his picture taken, and everything with it. And we thought that was kind of cool. So we hope he uh, we hope he comes and and checks out our national or something. 
Yeah. Uh, that'd be awesome. Right on, DC. Thanks, man. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Semi-pro, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Steve. Uh, hey, I just had uh, one thing that I think would clear up the uh, the whole blue flag thing, and that yeah. would be uh, radio communication, wouldn't it be? Uh, yeah. Uh, there, there's, there, I, I heard from a pretty good source that the outdoors are going to have going to allow radio communication for all the teams and riders. It's 200 bucks, and they have a pretty good system developed. Uh, the JGR guys have tested it extensively. You can't hear anything unless you're off the gas coming into a turn, but at that point, you could hear it. So at that point, you'd be like, hey, lap are coming or whatever. Uh, the teams are, teams are a little worried about people moving on over and really like uh, using it for evil instead of good. Um, I guess there's that possibility. You know, I could just see Kenny yelling into the mic at Ivan repeatedly. But, uh, uh, you know, the riders say it works pretty good. So it's coming. They brought yeah, well, back they, the... they have it in NASCAR and they do the same thing. You just have to be smart about it, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. if they if they start dicking around with the other riders, then they get they get fined or something like that. So, you know, you uh they should be able to monitor it and then they'll be able to hear if anything, you know, any foul play is going on, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, yeah. bud. Uh, and one last thing actually. Uh Yep. There. Okay, uh, I was wondering if Kenny, uh, the whole time that, you know, him and, uh, and Ellis and all that, or just him, would make fun of you about you being overweight and everything, if you ever got all, all butthurt like he did last weekend. Uh, just wondering if you, ever, if you ever asked him to stop or anything like that, or if you just, you know, took no. it and, and took it with a grain of salt. Exactly, I took it. Kenny was tired. Kenny, Kenny, was... Kenny, did he take it, or was he Yeah, he, did, he, a little he, bit of it? He, he takes it. And... Okay. There, there's more to it than what you know about. Oh, I, I'm there sure. Is? I'm not. I'm not trying to bust on you. I was just. I, I was. I kind of always wanted that, you know, because I know that uh, they do rub on you pretty hard. And and just like Nash was saying last week or two weeks ago, that you never know what all was going on, you know, in your life behind the scenes. You know, I'm. I'm not trying to bash on you at all. I just needed know, some. Fa- just, uh, I just needed some family time. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> Hopefully uh, your family time won't last as long as Brooks will. Brooks is going to last for a while, I think. <laughs> thanks, bud. But, I got news right, for thanks. you. This is my family, so I'm back. Yeah. All right, thank you. Please stay because uh, I don't I don't think that you and Hanson and, and some other guy uh, could put on a show like this. I, Dude, I'm sorry. but l- Listen, I just... I'm not tooting my own horn here, but there's zero chance that Kenny finds Hans- Kenny and Hanson can work all this equipment. Zero chance. I, I, I there's no way that I'd even listen to it because I don't think like you almost need Watson as the as the funny person and then you as like the structure, you know. Thank you. And Thank none you. of them would have any structure. They they would have nothing to talk about. None Thank of them you. would research during the week. Do you think they'd be sitting there? They'd be sitting there practically talking about nothing the whole time. And hey, and you know what? I used to really like you. Good. I thought you were pretty cool, but now I think you're a dick. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Kick Kenny, rocks. Come on. Hang I'm up on this guy. I'm just being real with you. I'm not. I'm not going to be real with you, like Kenny. A bunch of the other people. Yeah. Here, Keep it know? real. Well, I, I like yourself. it real. Hey, I'm keeping it real. All right, bud. Thanks, bud. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, like. I prepare for this show for, you know, an hour and a half beforehand. Well, thumbs up to you, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hasbin, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Kenny, welcome back. Yeah, (laughs) Hasbin. Yeah, well, I can understand why you walked out. It's one thing getting clowned in front of your friends, but when you're getting clowned in front of your boss, Hart had left by then. Dude, Hart was so out of here. He was was four beers deep when that was going down. Right, anyway. I got a couple of questions about Reed, and, and maybe between the two you guys. Can, first of all, you think Art's uh, 
Uh, McGrath ever called uh, Reed to congratulate him? Because he kind of threw under the bus that <coughs> one video he did before the season started. No. You think that's it? No. But they, they're just not, uh, they're not on the same uh, page there. To... Nah, I doubt it. I mean, I like MC. He's a good dude, and I like Reed. Uh, he's a good dude, too. But I doubt Jeremy called Reed to say, hey, dude, sorry. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They see each other probably the Hunter track, so maybe something went down. No, no, yeah, and, and Reed, I mean, he really owned up, and, you know, he, he's, he's uh, a straightforward guy. He's just a true sportsman. Dude, but I got news for you. How is he working with the finances? I think last year you were saying he's only getting uh, Honic Dynasty money and whatever, uh, you know, when he was on whatever uh, uh, contract money he's getting from Bellray or various other sponsors. Is he still searching for sponsorship? Or, I mean, the finances just don't seem to work. Uh, I don't know. I think they're working. I think he got some serious money from Belray, and uh, and I think it's coming together. I know he told me he's working on another big one, uh, something to do with uh, telephones. Maybe that'll come together. I don't know. But uh, what were we going to say, Kenny? Did the whole thing with Chad and yeah. MC and Chad and whoever, people could think what they want about Chad Reed, but Chad Reed's a class act, dude. I mean, anybody that, that goes to his oh, pocket to pay for his own program and – to go racing, I don't think there's too many other guys that would do that, that did what he had to do. And you know what? He's, I mean, Reed's, Reed's gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. And I, he, he, he's not one of those fake dudes that says one thing and does another. He calls it as he sees it, and he's a straight shooter. So Exactly. He seems like such a stand-up guy, and, and you think that MC would, uh, you know, would recognize that and just say, hey, listen, you know, I, I, I made a mistake. I made the wrong call. You know. Hey, Brian, talking about sponsorship, Dodge looking to expand at all, looking for other teams, riders down the road? I mean, is this a, uh, you know, you're pumped on heart and anything and all that, but could you see a day when – Why are you trying to give away my sponsor, I'm not dude? trying to give it away. Obviously, they're, they're, they're pumped on you, but I'm just saying in the future, are we going to see Dodge trucks everywhere, Dodge sponsored teams We're not going to see Dodge trucks anywhere. Dodge I think, I think we established that earlier, but – no, Dodge semi-trucks. See I what I'm dealing no. with? Dodge <laughs> semi-trucks. No, I meant... Dodge semi See what I'm dealing semi with Semi-trucks with the Dodge logo on them. That's what I meant. That's yeah, what that's I meant. That's a high five right there. But no, that's really what I meant. So, I mean, what's the... Is there more of a plan? Who knows? Is it coming in? Yeah, there's a plan. It's uh, four bar for life, man. Four we're, bar for life. We're there. So, we're, we're wow. there. Now, we might... Uh, you know, we're in with Kawasaki now. They stepped up, and we got some great products out there. We got... Who knows? There might be yeah. something in the future yeah, along cool. that stream, but um, you know, maybe as a as a as a minor sponsor. But uh, title sponsorship, um, like I said earlier in the show, I had we had one team in mind when we were looking at this, and one team only. One team only. We had uh, Beamer, and um, I talked at uh, Kurt Busch's foundation, and hooked me up with Carrie. We talked on the phone for about an hour and a half. And I hung up from that phone call. I I knew right then and there who we we're going to be with. So yeah, that's where we're going to be. Uh, cool. Right on. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, Mathis, uh, yep. you put together some good writing this week. But let me ask you a question. This whole news thing on the on the Pulp Show, when you put that together, I thought you were clowning on the message boards. I didn't think you were taking the news thing seriously. No. And, and this hit guy there, he seems like a nice guy, but he really has the personality of a toenail clipping. Wow. You, know I mean? you hear that, Tits? Are you talking about me? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to, to wrap him up when I talk to him and stuff. He's you know, really, he used to spend he, a couple weeks in New York. We'll get him he's, uh, uh, he's very mellow. He just wants to get paid right now in full. And he's, he's sort of doing <laughs> well, a silent protest a, for the next two years. He's a fucked up economy. Can't I know. Paid, let's perform. I know. Thanks, Hasman. Hey, Hasman, you know right, what? His shorts match his tennis shoes, too. Every 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 week he shows up impeccably dressed. He's pretty gnarly <laughs> for for being a contract or a construction worker. Yeah. He's pretty clean. 
He's he's not talking much tonight because he wants to get paid in full. Yeah. No. Was he, is, he the, is he the only white bad girl laborer in uh, Las Vegas left or what? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. One, think, of the, one of the few. I think so because his, his dad owns the company. <laughs> I right. figured that. Thanks, Hasbin. baby. Nice. All right, bye. And that's our regular caller, Hasbin. You knew it would. You knew it was coming. Travis, you there? Yeah. What's up, bud? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening to the show. Got a question for yeah. Brian, Kenny, myself, maybe Tits. Um, I was just going to comment on the whole Stuart Alessi thing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you can. I was like, listen to it again. You can hear him rev his bike up behind him. I don't know if he kind of did it on purpose to yeah kind of trick him or whatever. But yeah, clever, huh? Pretty sweet move. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. All right. Well, hey, a good one. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Revving his bike up. Um, Dale, you there? Yeah, hey, how you doing? What's up, Dale? Thanks for calling, bud. Hey, well, I just want to kind of say uh, something to, to Brian. I actually met you at, at – I'm the guy who came over and met Kenny and said he should be the team manager of the year. A couple weeks <laughs> which, ago well, which, which one of the dozens were you? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But I, I talk, Actually, I talked to Brian for, for an extended period of time, and I, huh? I really like – your, the, your whole way of doing things. Because I'm like you, I'm a fan of racing. I mean, motocross is number one, but I am a big NASCAR fan. I mean, I'm a, I'm a drag racing fan. I'm a Formula One fan. I think it's really cool what you guys are doing with Kurt Busch. Uh, Going to try to qualify for a pro stock race this weekend. Yeah, Gainesville, huh? Yeah. What? Really? Now, oh, I, yeah. I guess my, Curtis? my biggest question is, uh, what are you, you going to do with Robbie Gordon? What do you mean what are we going to do with Robbie? We got him for <laughs> he's out of control. <laughs> yeah, he's, well... Are you talking about that uh, the little uh, I'll call it the uh, little scuffle, the little scuffle, little uh, conversation, a little hand to hand combat in the garage that we're talking oh, about? Oh, who did, who, yeah, who did uh, Robbie Gordon I, fight? I, mean, I, I think Robbie Gordon's a great guy. I like it. I'm, and it sounds like that extends company. Uh, pardon the pun, stiffed him. Well, <clears throat> Robbie Gordon, uh, just to pretty much say what uh, K Dub was talking about, a stand up guy like Chad. There's there's none other. I mean, Kurt's, Kurt's the same way, so is Brad. But when you talk about Robbie Gordon, what you see is what you get. He's, uh, he's a true racer at heart. You can't put that guy behind the wheel. You know, he used to race super motocross, too, and he races, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the Baja 1000, the yeah, Baja 500. He's doing Dakar. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just an animal behind the wheel. But that thing with uh, Conway this weekend, there's some – I'll just say there's some stuff happening off the track and – uh, he got in a fight with another driver? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Conway, he told him, hey, listen, we'll, we'll talk about this. This is the time to do it. We'll and do it later on this week, and uh, he wouldn't let it go. So, <laughs> I don't know. He, I think he tripped on a small wrench, ended up on the ground, and somehow Robbie's knee ended up in his throat. I, I don't know. It's, it's an accident. It's so funny. That, like, in our sport, if that happened, like, a guy, Reed put his hand on the back of James's neck two years ago, Didn't and you would have thought – that it was like an MMA fight or something. You know what I mean? Like you guys actually in NASCAR, they have they have, they have full on, you know, pushing and shoving, and that never happens in our sport. You don't even have to have, like NASCAR and like a move like that. Yeah. Or the I guy mean, flings his helmet at the guy who drives that's by. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only bad part is you end up in the hauler. That's not. That's never a good sign. You end up in uh, Mike Helton's hauler, which yeah. uh, you you don't walk out happy after that. I'll tell you, Mike Helton does not fool around when it comes to. Uh, yeah, correcting the drivers for doing that very stuff. I mean, there's consequences to be paid, but yeah. fans love it. Fans love it. Fans I mean, love it. It's real, yeah. you know. Dude, Dale has well, been like the best. Guys. I like Keselowski. Big fan of Keselowski. Uh, Klausnowski, he's a good driver. Hey, 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 what did Brad, did you guys see that? I sent video. Brad sent him a video in, uh, in Daytona 500. You guys appreciate it. Uh, K-Dub can never pronounce his name right. All he does is on purpose. So 
Uh, Kozlowski found out about it, so Jason Beam pulled out his camera phone and asked him to uh, correct K-Dub. And uh, what did he say, uh, Kenny? It's Kozlowski. Get it right, bitch. And then he said it back to you. He said Klonowski. That's what I call the guy, so I'm just going to keep calling it to him. Kenny, uh, you never know if he's doing it on purpose or not. Sometimes not. Sometimes sometimes he does. He's a rare jewel. Dale's on it. Dale's one of my favorite callers so far. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be hey, I'll be back in uh, Dallas. Be coming to see you guys. Perfect. I'm the guy you gave the, sh- the team shirt to. Remember? Oh, that's why you want me for team manager of the year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Only yeah. reason. Hey, Dale. Uh, thanks, man. Say hi to Chip. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Anybody, can, anybody get that? Chip Canassi? No, Chip and Dale, those two chipmunks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anybody get that? That's I, good, didn't, huh? I didn't get it. Um, well, that's, that's what you get on the show. You get laughter. Uh, hey, let's uh, – are you going to get – Let's call Throttle. Do you want to get Throttle on the line or let's do you want to go to th- commercial? Let's call Throttle. Or commercial. No, Throttle. Let's get Throttle on the line, Tits. Yeah, yeah, do a commercial and get Throttle when we come back in. <laughs> what is it, Kenny? Do a commercial and then have him call Throttle and have him wait, and then we'll get back on. Take it's a my call show. and then we'll go to commercial. Do what you're told. Whoa. Now. Are you walk out again? The show was never smoother run than the week you were gone. We missed you. <laughs> we I, missed I bet, you. Hey, well, maybe next week you can do But there was a lot me. of flow, and things ran smoothly. Mercedes Terrell was in the studio, yeah, sitting in Brian's out. chair. Big deal. Looking for you. Yeah, right. That's what she said. Yeah, right. That, chick, that chick's been on my flight for all last year. She wouldn't even look at me. She said she didn't know how, who you were, but now she knows. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Hey, Too Professor, late. are you there? Mathis, I got to call you on this. So you're a hypocrite, brother. You just told the guy's Villapoto he can't come out and say he wants to ride Honda or whatever because of sponsor there. Mm-hmm. But then you put Kenny sponsor on the spot to come out and say that he's going to expand or something in the future. Like, I, Mathis, I, I love you, but I, I got to call you on that. That I, was completely hypocritical. What? I and asked him what his plans are. Right nothing one, to do with right, hypocritical. I'll take it off the air. You're, uh, you're, you're right, dude. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you're no. 100% right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah, no. The, All right, let's I'm go just to asking commercial. about future plans for a sponsor. Let's go to a commercial now. Let's go to a commercial. Tits. All right. We're in a commercial. We're right back. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. As a motorcyclist, One will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. 
This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Phillipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. Don Emler started FMF Racing in 1973 in his garage in Hawthorne, California. Now, over 37 years later, Don is still producing the number one off-road exhaust, utilizing a state-of-the-art manufacturing facility under one roof in Southern California. Everyone at FMF is still motivated by the same thing today. Live to ride. On the bike, at the track, and in the field, Don Emler believes in a hands-on approach in everything he does. So bolt on and ask, so bolt on and FMF the power. Go to FMFRacing.com. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com.
Wow, what a song that is. My favorite Van Halen song ever. Not that anybody cares, but uh, hopefully we don't get sued for using it either. Hey, uh, welcome to the Paul Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you for uh, helping us out. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. I want to say welcome to Works Connection, sponsorship of the uh, Dodge Motorsports Hart Huntington team. Use their stands, Kenny, their guards, their purchase. We use everything but their stands. Oh, really? We use Matrix stands. Oh, don't use the stands. No. And it's not they're good stands, though. They're, they're <laughs> awesome stands, but... Uh, yeah. Purchase? Perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks to Works Connection for coming on board, as usual. Thanks to all our sponsors. X-Brand Goggles. Goggles, a choice of Michael Lessie and Matt Bonney and whoever Moto Concepts has this week. Uh, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, same helmets Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps use. Kicker, Live It Loud, and O'Neill. O'Neill, uh, Kenny, one of your original sponsors. Yes, they Moto were. Triple X days. Yes, they were. Um, Good old Frank and Jim O'Neill. Yeah. Hey, De- delivering you- them a Supercross win. Yes, we have. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is Balby okay? He He's okay, I guess, as much as a guy who can knock himself out can be. I think he's going to race this weekend. And I think uh, I think Tommy Hahn might race this weekend, too. He, Tommy Hahn's just had a miserable year. Hopefully it has nothing to do with his vision. And uh, he'll hopefully be back this weekend. But let's welcome our next guest on the line. And that is none other than, than uh, Valley uh, Yamaha team manager, John Mitchell. Throttle, what's up? Hey, fellas. What's going on? Hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. I know it's short notice, but, uh, um, you know, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. No problem. Is uh, Watson back this week? Watson did come back. What's up, buddy? Because you're certainly not very good without Watson. Oh, oh, thank you. Wow, thank you, thank you, John. Um, well, how about how about maybe Kenny won't think so highly of you <laughs> when you uh, tell us what you saw Kenny doing in the manager's tower this weekend? <laughs> uh, did you tell him? I didn't. Tell me, I don't uh, care. Uh, I saw you taking a little nap there for a little <laughs> he while. He said you were. I never seen anybody taking that standing up before. You see that my guys awesome. out? Did you guys see? Did you see my guys out there? That was called for a little nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I could have used a nap this weekend. Yeah, I mean, too. Maybe you, got, you should have came over and put your head on yeah. my shoulder. We could have napped together. <laughs> I like. I yeah, love this. Awesome. I love to hear the talk, like you said in the manager's tower. It was you, Forrest, and who else at the LCQ? You, Forrest, and. Uh, and uh, Kenny, you really got a coughing problem. Are you gonna be okay? That I think I might have something going on. You might little, have SARS. A little maybe. Um, who was in the LCQ? It was you, Forrest, and somebody else? And you're like, one of us isn't gonna be happy. Nathan Ramsey. Nathan Ramsey. One of us isn't gonna be happy tonight. And it's usually John's usually up there too, but he got his guy got in that week. Yeah, this week though, yeah. throttle. You were in the LCQ tower because uh, Ricky Dietrich raced for you and didn't make the main event. No, he didn't. He uh, he said this weekend was probably uh, one of the hardest tracks ever he's ever raced on. That really? you know they raced some pretty gnarly works tracks, and he said that with an eye opener. He said he just flagged him off the track. And said that was some gnarly shit. Yeah, I uh, I actually lost twenty bucks on him. I bet that he would finish thirteenth or better in the main event. I uh, I like Ricky. I think he's a great rider, and uh, whatever, just crap happens. But uh, what did you think of his performance? How was he riding? Uh, looked a little off the pace, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, for someone to train and ride Supercross. And mm-hmm. you've never raced 450 Supercross, and you have to come in and get thrown to a track like that. Uh, it was uh, I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of it. I just wanted him to come out healthy. And, uh, right. He begged and begged and wanted to do it, so we let him do it. And the sponsors wanted him to be there and race it. So, mm-hmm. But you know what? It's an eye-opener, and 
and uh, now we'll get ready for outdoors, start training for that. You're definitely looking for better things uh, outdoors for him, huh? I mean, when he rode the Cowie a couple years ago, he's a top five or six guy every weekend. Yeah, I mean, they're in Texas, whatever. He's top five both motos. He opened some eyes, and uh, his agent approached just a couple months ago and just, you know, he turned down a big money job at Kawasaki to come ride for us, and, mm-hmm. and I was pretty shocked. He was just looking for someone to give him a chance to uh, ride outdoor, and I guess he wasn't given that chance over there. He wanted to do a full season and not be a fill-in guy, mm-hmm. so um, we gave him a shot. Well, right on. That's cool. And then uh, your other rider, Nick Way, he's uh, battling a little bit of an injury. How, how have you? How uh, Talk about his performance this year and, and, and how it's been going for him and, and you guys. Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's had a pretty rough go so far. He, um, Oakland, he tore a muscle in his back, and, you know, he couldn't even get off the bike. We had to basically, I think it was the same night I, I, Ivan got jacked up, but, you know, we had to yeah. help him off his bike. We had to carry him up in the truck, and we had to help. We had to carry him, put him in the rental <laughs> car. But, you know what, he's a, Nick Way's a good dude, and he took the whole week off and did therapy every day, and, guy could barely walk all week and he came yeah. back and raced the next weekend and uh you know he's carrying away the team on his shoulders right now and uh you know I'm, i really appreciate that a lot he's just a good person and he works hard and you know what you're going to get with him yeah yeah he, he's uh, he's a good guy to have you know he gets bagged on by internet dudes for maybe not doing better results wise but there's more to it than the results on, on top of being a very fast rider you know a regular guy either in the side of the top 10 or just out he's He's great with fans. He's great with sponsors. I mean, have you seen all that this year? Oh yeah, he's what they call him the people's champ or something like that. But <laughs> they, I, I tell him he's an autograph signing. He's like, what time do I need to be there? You know, he's all over it, and there's no complaint from him. You know, he does everything top notch, and mm-hmm. he's a he's a true professional athlete. And there's no complaints from that guy. Hey, do you think Tedesco left Valley Yamaha because maybe he just thought Kenny was better than you? Is there any truth to that? <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. But you know, you did have Ivan, you did have Ivan Tedesco last year. So, um, yeah. um, let's talk about your other guy, dude, Austin Stroop. What's the story? What's the story? Where is he at? When's he coming back? Um, he's actually sitting in my office today. Him and his mom. We had a little discussion and see how his ankle's going. And pretty much. Um, I don't know. We're going to take it day by day. He did ride today at uh, Star West. That's about the only thing that was open today. Mm-hmm. So he went out there and did motos today. Um, he's working with him. He went back working with his new trainer, old trainer from last year from when he worked at Suzuki. Okay. So him and RL, uh, him and RL didn't work out. Um, RL was good for him, but just the problem is Austin's living in Irvine and RL lives in Marietta, so you got that big old mountain. Yeah separate them and he didn't like going down the RLs to train and it just got to be a big hassle so he's uh the guy he trained with before lives like five minutes down the road from him so mm-hmm. I think that's what he needs right now you know I'm not really called babysitting but he needs someone that can be there like 24 7 and keep an eye on him close and make sure he's doing what he's doing you know right uh, so he's uh this will work out He's phenomenally talented, isn't he? You've seen some good rides from him, some flashes here and there. That's just the frustrating part of it. You know, he's super fast. I mean, when we go to the test track, he kills it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's massive black lines, and he's just got so much talent. He's just uh, 
I know he's got the potential. He's just made some bad decisions here, and he's made bad decisions pretty much a lot of his career. And I'm just <laughs> trying to do the best I can do to, you know, get him out of it. You can, yeah. Uh, do you ever so, do you ever go over to your old boss, Mitch Payton, and say, "Hey, Mitch, what do I got to do with this guy?" Oh, I I go to talk to Mitch all the time. Mitch is uh, I'm still pretty tight with Mitch from where I worked there before, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually worked there at Pro Circuit at the time that Austin was there, you know, because I so I'd seen it and I heard it, and and uh, so I still ask Mitch to this day, you know, for advice, and uh, you know, Mitch he tried to do the best he can, you know, but mm-hmm. I ask him all the time, and but when he, you know how Mitch is when he boots down and scrubs his forehead and plays with his hair, he's really got nothing to say for you. <laughs> and that's where you're at right now. <laughs> um, I would like that about. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Right. But, but uh, we've had a few good weeks there. He was doing really good. We, you know, he, he was up to speed doing his, what he needed to do. Then mm-hmm. um, Tuesday before Atlanta, had a big get off at uh, Milestone, pretty dirty, and uh, rolled his ankle underneath the rear wheel. And, and uh, next morning, woke up, sent me a photo, and it was black and blue and swollen. So we decided to take Atlanta off. But Everyone knows what happened there. Yeah, yeah, that didn't go so well, Atlanta. No, uh, uh, bad place if you're gonna go out, go to an industry party. If you're gonna go out, don't go. Advice to my to a rider would be don't go to an industry party. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything about that until you know I right. track on Saturday comes rolling in with his backpack, and then that people had already told me that morning that you know he was at the party and stuff. So yeah. And again, that just uh, goes back to where I say he's just not made very good decisions, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to work with him on is just making better decisions. And yeah. He needs to work on growing up a little bit. You almost he's feel- only 20, and he's mm-hmm. got tons of potential on a long career left. He's just got to make it happen. You know, he called into this show like two weeks ago when Hart was on, just a random call out of the blue. And uh, I've interviewed him a few times this year, and, and yeah, he definitely seems like he's – He's working hard, or maybe he's just saying that. But, but yeah, I mean, the the one thing is, is when he has been out there, there's been some good rides, and, and you can see it in the kid. He, he's he's got some skill. So, I guess that's what you. Well, I mean, what you last have. year he was second in a points ride behind Porcel. I mean, yeah, yep. you don't get that from being lucky. I mean, he's yeah. fast. He won races, beat Porcel straight up. I mean, you know, he rode from there to PC. I mean, he's clearly fast. He's just he's got to get in shape. And, you know, you can only kick a dead horse so long and then the life's dead. And I'm trying to keep that from happening, but, you know. Right. I mean, you can't. He's got to do it himself if he wants to do it. How much longer are you going to keep kicking this horse before you turn it into glue? You know what? I'm going to stand behind him 100% because, I mean, I know he's it, been a handful, but I'm willing to take that job to keep trying. I, I see a lot of potential in him, and, you know, I'd. I'm telling you, I know he can be top five. It's just I got to get him to do the work, and so just keep pushing and keep plugging along. But you know, I can't say that for my boss. He's, you know, he's not going to keep paying him to uh, yeah. sit around and not do anything. Which in this industry and in this time and day, you know, it's a lot of money that costs to put the semi down the road, and Kenny knows that. So he's, yeah, you know, he's hey, just gotta John, check it going. out. Like, let's say. Um, I mean, I, I believe in Austin. I like Austin. I think he's a good kid. I think he's, like you said, he's made some bad decisions. I believe in him. I mean, I think the kid has it. 
what your boss, the owner of the team, like let's say something did happen where you'd have to release him. I mean, it's thin pickings out there to, to fill a spot. Like, do you, I mean, it would be a tough decision for me if I was in your shoes. Do you clip him and then get another rider to get a guy that's going to get 18th, 19th every weekend? Or do you stand behind a guy that's, you know, having some issues and, you know, maybe he can do it. It's such a catch-22. You never know. Yeah, it's a tough decision. I mean, if, say, they would clip him, I think we would just stick with Nick and finish off the season, Supercross, and then go in the outdoor with Dietrich and, you know, Nick, then maybe pick up, you know, like a young kid like uh, Paluzzi, who he's looking for a ride for outdoor, you know, to have a kid like that. You know, you know you're going to get 100%, but, uh, you know, I know Austin's got, you know, he's got top five potential. Everyone knows it. And it's just uh, a lot of people's giving up on him, and I'm just not ready to do that yet. So I'm going to stand behind him. Well, it sounds like you're you're already t- well. You already got Pelusi in the uh, in the the equation. <laughs> Pelusi's in the bullpen. Pelusi's <laughs> nah, in the bullpen. I, mean, I get phone calls every day from people. I mean, right. Pelusi's, uh, Weston Pike. You know, all these guys call me. Yeah. Uh, did you fire Stroop today? That's the first word. Is, is not, you got a job open. Did you fire Stroop today? You the, know, the vultures. Do. Yeah, the if vultures are circling. Spot open, you know, so. Kenny, uh, yeah. that would be a tough call. I don't think I would pick up either of those guys. Even if I did lose my guy like Austin Stroop, I would stand behind that kid like John is way longer before. I would say, oh, okay. Well, I was going to ask you about that. that you're saying about Stroop. If you had a guy, let's say name him, Sawston Stroop. Well, uh, and he was, and he, <laughs> and he was, and he, and he was having some problems. How long do you? What do you do, Kenny, as a manager in your shoes? Well, I've had that problem before, like with Josh Hansen. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you know what? Josh was good enough to come to us and say, "Hey, my head's not in it. I'm, I can't give you what you guys are looking for." And you know, he mm-hmm. goes, oh, "He's in a step away." If there wasn't a guy like you know, like Bonnie or a guy like that that was could fill in his shoes, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, I remember the year before that, our first year when Demuth got broke his wrist and we had to yeah. pick up Cole Siebler, and mm-hmm. Cole struggled. And you know, we were like really thinking about like, should we just park him and just go do one guy, or just leave the truck at home and not race at all? Right. But you have obligations from sponsors. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to to get fined and lose money than spend more than you're you're getting anyways. Right. So it's it's a tough call, you know. Yeah. And I, I I feel for you, dude. I really do. It's a tough call, especially when you know you have the talent rider that you have, and it's like you wish you yeah. could just flip a switch in his head and say, "Dude, what are you doing?" But on the back end, and I think if he knew that maybe you guys were going to clip him and you're talking to other riders, that might light him up too, though. That's true. Like uh, like you're talking with Matt Bonney last year. Uh, I lit him up today. I think he understands where he's at right now because, you know, I mean, Terry, if he was in my boss situation, he's forking out all kinds of money on the team. He's getting nothing in return. He's finally going to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, if you step over this line, you know, we're going to move in a different direction. And uh, that's kind of what I talked to him about today. I was like, you know, if you don't, like, quit digging yourself a hole, you're gonna be working at Home Depot in five years or in a year and I know. No one's no one's gonna give you a shot. So I'm like I'm just you know, I keep talking to him about it. I'm like, dude, you got to get your priorities straight and start making better decisions where, you know, no one's gonna go after you and you know, if you lose your job with us, 
no one's going to put any interest in you at all. You're going to be racing yeah. at Warner Warhog and or racing out of your van. Yeah, you, and I think he's finally starting to get it. But you know, it's crazy when uh, and I know you know this. We were talking to him, and when we mm-hmm. when we talked to him, we talked to, you know to his dad, and his dad was saying that there's he's there's no way he's going to be able to be ready in time, and if he did, he kind of said this is what would happen, you know, and. They were honest with me, but then there was some other stuff that came up, you know, things that they didn't tell me, but, you know, I don't know if it was bullshit or what, that the reason why I didn't want to ride for my team, but that's fine. But at the end of the day, I think that it all comes down to what makes sense. Um, you having a guy, yeah, I know you have a guy named Austin Stroop who has a lot of talent that sponsors like, but if he's not producing, it is a business, and it'd probably be a really hard mm-hmm. decision to make. You know, if you had to clip him, and because I know that you probably like the kid, and it, it's hard when you be ha- yeah. build a relationship with someone, you know, and you want to see him do it, and you just give him opportunity after opportunity after an opportunity, and they just keep not doing what's right. And That's kind of the J Law thing. Everybody's like, dude, he's a good kid. He's funny, and like he's true. a good dude. And yeah, I think him and J Law are a little bit farther apart. I don't think he's gone down. Yeah, that okay, road that you're right. No, yet. no, I, I don't mean that. Yeah, I just mean as far as like trying to help a guy like they're like dude this guy's a cool kid he's cool you know speaking but. of j-law what's have you guys talked to him at all no way no maybe hi i did about only talk i have interest in <laughs> so no 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 uh, uh no Suzuki phone calls. city outdoors yeah is that what he's doing yes yeah, yeah, that's city what i heard hey throttle let's uh let, let's switch it to you a little bit uh you've been a, you were a mechanic for a long time and uh Won a lot of titles with RV. You've been a manager now for two years? Two years? Won some titles with Tedesco, too. Everyone keeps forgetting about yeah, that. Yeah, nobody thinks much about Tedesco, really, honestly. He's the one that I put do. you on the map, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you, how do you like the manager gig? How do you like it? Would you sometimes just wish you were a mechanic, like when Austin Struve has problems? <laughs> uh, the weekend in Atlanta, yeah, I, was, I wish I was a mechanic, and that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But how do you, how do you enjoy being a manager? Uh, it, it's fun, you know. It's uh, something I've never done before, and uh, kind of just got through into the mix. And it's a learning experience for sure, you know. You know, I talk to Mitch a lot, ask him for advice. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Keith, you know, Bobby here at the race shop right next uh, to ours. So I talk to guys like that all the time. Even you know, Austin, I talk to him a lot. You know, they've been around forever, and and you're not going to learn. I mean, I don't know at all, that's for sure. And one way you're going to get to learn it is ask a lot of questions, and that's what I do, and, and uh, just kind of take it day by day. Well, if you ever need any questions answered, just give me a call too, bro. Yeah, yeah. You can always, I got a ball. Yeah. <laughs> what, what day, what time is the cabana open on Sunday? That <laughs> yeah, and when the when's the proper time to nap in the manager's shower and when the, <laughs> when the Yeah, 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 in between moto is probably the best time. Like you were doing it the other night. But Ken, Kenny naps from laps fifteen good. on because it's pretty. Well, my that. guys were in the first heat race and it was in between, and I was just resting my eyelids. Could you? Yeah, I know. I was kind of watching because I didn't want you to fall over the railing or anything. So I was trying <laughs> to make sure if you fell, I was going to grab you. So you had my back, right on. Yeah, uh, I did for sure. Next time, could you please, please snap a photo of that on your camera phone, please? All right. I don't carry my phone during the races. I'm afraid I'll lose it. So, uh, but I'll, I'll start carrying it because well, I don't know. Watson didn't come up to manager's tower at the beginning of the season. I didn't know if he was too cool to do that. No, Carrie, Carrie makes him drink in the suite. 
<laughs> no, because uh, Kyle, right. Kyle, when Kyle comes to the race, Kyle does it. Kyle oh, Bentley. Cool. I put him in because oh. he's, uh, I don't know, I just put him in there. He likes doing it, and he communicates good with the guys, right. and I just go spot somewhere else. But how about this? Yeah. I took Brian to the tower with me in Houston. Oh, yeah? Brian was in the tower. He's like, dude, I'm jaded now. I'll never be able to watch the race from anywhere. They but let you do that? Feld uh, gave you another pass? That's cool. Yeah, he, awesome. he has the right pass. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. He had the shirt yeah, on. He there's sticklers for that, so yeah. You know. Yeah, whatever. He was up there. What'd you think, Brian? Well, hey, the Mike Ginobili's up there. He is? Well, yeah. Is he up there? Throttle. Yeah. You ever see Mike from Moto Concepts up there? Uh, Not very often. Well, okay. I guess you told me. Uh, not, in the manager's tower, it's usually just rolling. Usually I see Mike, he's got usually down in the middle of the track someplace. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Larry Brooks or Alessi. They just kind of walk wherever they want Trying to go. Trying to sell stands to the flaggers or something. standing on the track. No, Mike's – I did a podcast with Mike. I've known him. I've known him. And one of his big pet peeves is that, you know, Chip Ganassi doesn't get told where to go. Yeah, that's what he thinks. <laughs> So he, as a yeah, team owner, like, he is team owner should be able to go everywhere. Texas, everyone. he was standing on the track waving his guys on last year at the Outdoor National. I just yeah. laughed. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Brian, what did you think about being in Houston, Manager Sour? How was it? Uh, I think Kenny hit it right on the dot. I, it was pretty it, cool? Yeah, there's nowhere else to watch the race from. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. I'm going to come up there and do a story from there, maybe. That'd be awesome. I'll just see all the emotions that you guys do. The funny thing is... is uh, nah, my, they won't let you in. No, they'll let me in. Come on, throttle. Uh, watch out for dude, that was throttle. awesome this weekend. Ben Cheatwood. Ben Cheatwood was up there doing interviews from the manager's tower yeah. with the managers. He didn't talk to you? No. I denied his interview. You denied it? I denied it. I didn't want to talk. He was sleeping. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I swear to God, he did an interview with the Coster, really? dude. It was like 15 minutes, man. The guy would not stop talking, Roger. Uh, funny picture from um, my guy from uh, Atlanta when RV won, going over the finish line with his fists in the air. Manager's tower in the background. Not one guy is looking at him. They're all looking at Reed and Stewart. Everybody's heads are pointed that way, including yours. Uh, nobody's looking at RV, and he crossed the line. Like, it's just funny. It's like, oh, whatever. Let's I was look. watching it. No, you weren't. You, I look. I look for the photo and see where your head was. But everybody was looking back down to back down to the track. So, mm. hey, uh, uh, hey, John, thanks for uh, coming on, man. We got to wrap this thing up. Kenny's got. Kenny's got a. Uh, Kenny's got what they call in the business a hard out at nine o'clock. So, uh, Kenny, uh, just behave yourself. Try get some rest before this weekend. All right, I'll see you this weekend, Throttle. Thanks for coming on the show, bud. Hope it all works out for you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. See you. Right, Thank take you. Care. All right. Good luck. Bye -bye. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call while we wrap up the show. Um, honest, some honest talk from Throttle. Dude, more, I, more than I thought what? he would say. Throttle. More he, than I thought he would I say. I think he's, he's kind of – he got the short end of the stick because a lot of people don't know. He was Villapoto's guy all at Pro Circuit. Then he went to Factory Cowie. And then he, had, they, uh, he got clipped the same time J-Bone got clipped. Right around there, and uh, dude, I the guy's—he's a really, really, really good mechanic. Ivan was really super happy with him, and um, yeah, Ivan couldn't take him when he went to Suzuki, but dude, he won three championships with Ivan. Won two three? lights, yeah, two okay. lights and oh. an outdoor. Oh yeah, yeah, right. That's three. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Call in and uh, and talk to us, and uh, we'll. Wrap or if you don't call in, I'm out here early. Thanks. Well, well, we still got to do Kenny's corner. Oh. Uh, 
and the x Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Hey. What? Play the song for Brian. Okay, well, our screen With is busy. The Waffle House song? Better. It's better. What's that? What's the Waffle House song? Number two at Waffle House. You ever heard the wa- – oh, Gary played it for you? <laughs> yeah. You, know, you played it for me one night. I don't even know. Waffle what- House. You go in, and it has Waffle House songs. It's all about Waffle House. In the awesome. jukebox? In the jukebox. Uh, I haven't been to Waffle House since I, since I stopped living in, uh, in box vans back in the day. And then I realized that Waffle House was no good for you. Dude, Waffle House is amazing. I'm so surprised I didn't hit the Waffle House this whole yeah. time in Florida. Three in the morning. Hey, Waffle- can, we, can, we, can you play the song for Brian? Tits? Nope. Oh, really? Uh, How about that advance? Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take here we go. Listen to this, dude. Kenny Watson and the other guy show. show, show. I have documentation. Open Max with Steve Mathis as your host. To 30 second border sideways, are we ready to go? Got Kenny Watson on the mic, spitting all kinds of things. This is the best mode across show in the world, don't you think? Open Max. I have documentation. Coming to you live from the Vegas Strip. I was going to ask him about that. That's our song, Brian, that makes Kenny happy when he's in a bad mood. That's a listener-submitted song. Who made that? Uh, I always forget the guy's name. Do you know, <laughs> do you know his name? Oh, I thought I, you were a guy that was with you in... in no, no, this was just a... Uh, no, not Swisscore. What does Swisscore do? What does Swisscore do? He does a lot, but he doesn't make songs for us. Oh. Jerk. Swisscore could suck it. Nash, you there? Big beach maker. <laughs> hey, gentlemen. gentlemen. Gentlemen, what's up? Gentlemen. What's going on, Kenny? Glad to hear your voice, buddy. Hey, gentlemen. We almost lost him, Nash. We almost lost. <laughs> that would have been a major code red. Like a like a fish, like a like a um, uh, uh, a marlin on the hook. It, oh we gosh, had him. I'm we were reeling to, him in I'm the boat, that, and he almost got away. I'm glad the hook was set. Hook was I'm set. I'm glad to see things are back to normal. Well, so far they are. Yeah. Let's get it really uh, back to normal. Uh, Wade Fish. Wade Fishing. You could suck it. How about that? If you're so bored, oh, shut your computer off and get out of the chat room. Go away. Oh my God. We don't need you hey. as a listener no more. Wow, phone lines lighting up. Just when Kenny oh, wants, I love to, it. Just when Kenny I love wants it. to leave. I love Nash, the, you're the, always welcome okay, to call. Okay, Nash, what's up? Let's, let's, uh, Gentlemen? We've we got to move this thing along. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I, I was just calling to, in fact, confirm that Tits does need a raise or some type of monetary supplement. Yeah, no, Tits. Did you hear that? Tits needs a raise or a monetary supplement, but not. he shouldn't get paid for the rest of the season right now. That's like a rider no, going, he, "Hey, I have a, yeah. a I have a contract and I want you to pay me up front all yeah. my money right I wanna now." I want to buy a Dodge Challenger, so I'd like it if you paid me everything right now. Dude, are times that tough um, for you right now or you need to get paid? Up front? Tits? I am almost on unemployment. All right, well, we we'll have that, to work something that's out. That's crazy, doc. Hey, you come to my office during the day and help me out. I'll I'll pay you some more money. Really? Yeah, really. What about his clothes <laughs> you're supposed to bring him? <laughs> I I well, that one thing at a time. <laughs> um, I got an important question. Yeah. How is Stewart, and uh, did anybody speak with him after the races off camera? That's funny. That's funny. Did anybody speak with him at the races? <laughs> I guess they were, uh, <laughs> they were ramming a gate, probably get away from the media. Steve, uh, for real, Steve, Steve, you don't have access. I'm not being funny. I'm not trying no, to be. I, I texted, you, nobody I've, has access to, Steve, uh, to James at all? I've texted him twice to come on the show tonight as well for an interview, and I got no reply back. Wow, dude, that's crazy, man. The guy's hardcore. I mean, that was a that was a really amazing thing what he did. I mean, he looked like he was punch drunk, as everybody's already seen on. I mean, I'm not 
disclosing anything that's revolutionary. But for the guy to go back out and hammer the way he did, I mean, that, that was, was awesome. Just crazy. It was amazing. I'd love to talk to him. I'd love to have him on the show. What I'm... was the first thing that you thought? What was the first thing that you said when that went down? Dude, my wife and I were watching the race, and I was like, oh my God. Dude, <laughs> that is bad. Like, awful. My stomach dropped. The whole, and when he crashed, the whole rest of the race, and again, not that anybody cares. I was nervous for all them dudes on that track. That thing just looked like oh yeah, track was gnarly. Swallow everybody up. I think RV was downplaying it probably because he he knows that everybody listens to this show. Dude, look at I mean, come on, every one of those guys that can make the main is unbelievably gifted, and you could just see like poor Metcalf. You could just see he was deflated. I mean, when he came up short and landed in that deep sand, I was like, oh my god, dude, that's like that guy hasn't done that for like ten, fifteen years. They did. Hey, uh, another thing, our another thing, our call screener does. He twitters during the show just to all his buddies. Doesn't doesn't. No, I'm, I'm multitasking. Doesn't concentrate on the show. Hey, like I like I said at the beginning of the show, and Villapoto said it, hands down the toughest, most demanding race. I don't think Villapoto really said that. He d- well, what did he say? He said he's this. He said it wasn't that bad. He said he was more physically exhausted. He said he was more drained than any other race or anything he's ever done. No, I don't I think he did. said that. Yes, he did. I, I don't think that he he, he did say that than anyone right. that he's ever that. done. What the, what'd you just say, Nash? I said Kenny's right. Villapoto did say that. Did he say than any race he's ever done? Yes, than any did. Supercross race. Probably maybe. than any Supercross. He said any race think, he's ever done. I, I I just remember him commenting that he expressed that that course was okay. difficult in comparison. To okay, other these courses. guys just always want to prove me wrong. But what I'm trying to here get he goes. Is, here comes a walkout. Here, this is what <laughs> what I'm trying to say is if you you've seen it with your own eyes, Metcalf deflated, every rider Metcalf uh, deflated like. In that garage when those guys came back, yeah. like Wyndham pulling off his helmet, just shaking his head, going "fuck." Yeah, like my guys, like wow. right to the hauler, like like buck over, like hurling over, like <laughs> like there's looking for something. Like I'm sure there's a lot of sore backs this morning. Dude, they or, were just you know going I mean? like Knees. Tedesco today. He he rides usually Mondays. He goes, "There's no way I can ride today. I'm going straight to Doctor G's to get worked on." Yeah, he goes, "I am hurting." He goes, I'll be okay, but I'm hurting. It, it was just a gnarly track. Just like Ryan said, you know, I think the worst part of it is it had so many square edges in that sand, and it was dark sand. You couldn't see it. So you're sitting down, hitting those things, going wide open, and, dude, it's like riding a buck and bronco for 25 minutes. Evil. All right, evil. All right Nash, we got to move um, on. Thank, thank you, Nash. One last question. One last question. Has anyone unlocked what makes RV – so undisturbed with any type of mental yeah, uh, Elden. components in his head. Elden. No, he's always – I think – I don't think I, – I think he's, he's always had it, Steve. You're right. Yeah, no, he's he has. Been that way. Dude, he's not. He just – because you know why? I think he's – I think it's a sperm don't of take his this, dad. Don't take this the wrong way oh, yeah. if anybody's listening or if RV's listening. I think he's he's not smart enough to analyze or overanalyze it. The races, dude. He's you're just... stupid, dude. I'm. Why would you call him dumb? <laughs> no, you just called Villapoto no, dumb. He's... You said he's not smart enough. When you say someone's not smart enough, can, what it, not, is that... can it not be medium smartness? Do they have to... no? Maybe they... that's that's ridiculous. That is mo- that's the most ridiculous there... thing you've ever said on this show, Steve, ever, dude. Ever, I ever. We, ever. I think what you, I think what you're trying to say, Steve. He doesn't is, analyze uh, it. Yeah, yeah. is the way Villapoto's he's, mind works. He's he smart enough to not overanalyze it. Everybody else. He's smart enough to not overanalyze it. That's a better way to say there it. There you go. Thank you. There yes. you go. There you go. I, I don't think well he's done. bothered by any mental games, by Stewie jumping a wall, or by anybody effing with him in practice. He I rides think he's his just, own race. Yeah, he just is like, what? if he gets beat, he's like, eh, whatever. Hey, Carmichael, 
would have yeah. demolished everybody on that track. Okay, all right, Davey Coombs. All right, he thanks. Thanks, Nash. Oh, all right, see you guys. See you guys. Bye. Have fun. Cheers. All right. Um, who's on two? Moser. Moser, what's up? How's it going, guys? I can't believe you just called RV dumb. I Somewhere didn't. Chris Holiday is, is crying right now. I didn't. I, 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 I meant it like he's, yeah, I meant it like he's. Why don't you apologize to him? I apologize to Ryan you re- Villapoto. You, re- you recovered nicely, but. He's smart enough. He's smart. Uh, what, do you, what do we got, Moser? Let's move on here. Uh, I'm the Ryan Sipes. Ryan Did he just get tired? No, yeah. he went down, didn't he? Oh, they, no. they didn't show it on speed, though. No. He just didn't have it. He oh, just, in the heat race, he went down. Maybe I'm confusing yeah. it. Um, he did. That's just another perfect example. He just set into his pace. Yeah, he and lost, knew, the, lost the, the – And the, he got out of that, that, that top speed and mm-hmm. started riding around and just did best he could, man. Yeah, got a third, which is good. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, the guys – yeah, they all look tired. I agree. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It, it was a long race. How much longer than a normal race? Dude, was dude, it like it had been 10 more? minutes longer. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, Ten minutes. Of there was twenty-eight minutes. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, fifteen then probably. Well, dude, the lap time they were going twenty-twos in the in yeah, the main. Right. So, yeah, that's an extra uh, um, twenty seconds of lap times uh, twenty laps. Do the math for me, Moser. Carry the one. What's up? Um, what else you got? <laughs> when are we going to get Andrew Short on the phone? We need to get Andrew Short on the phone. I was thinking about having him on you tonight. Can't... Dude, you Andrew that. Short. I figured that I did something wrong or something. No, we had Shorty on a lot last season, and he got to the point where he was like, yeah, Mathis, I know you can't get any other guests, so you're calling me. And that's really not the truth. But hey, your wh- guy killed it, dude. Dude, he was on it. I he know. Killed it. Yeah, he's riding awesome. That was his type of track, too, just bulldog, hold on and pin it, Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looks good out there. Yeah, he does. Uh, let's see here, what else? Uh, I just want to shout out to O'Rourke. He's got a little O'Rourke now. Congratulations. He, he's on the hold, actually. Oh, great. We'll get. He's on the hold. The hold, yes. Yeah. Like the Twitter, the whole deal. Uh, hey, Moser. Right, well, uh, anybody uh, else I'll you want to you want to use our radio show to give congrats to anybody else who has a kid maybe in your life? <laughs> no, no. Maybe a shout out to Pookie. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I'm, I'm serious. If you don't get Andrew Short on soon, I might boycott the show or something. I don't know. Oh what, God! Whatever we'll show, we do. Oh. Don't test me. Oh, God. Hey, Kenny, Moser might hey, boycott the show. You show him some respect. He's a dream team member, all right? Hey, hey DMXS is looking for more call, a little more listeners, so why don't you just go over there then? Suck it. Hey, hey, listen here, Kenny. <laughs> uh, if, if, they, if you guys don't get Andrew Shore on the show, I'm going to help you and Hanny start this strip club show or whatever. All right, perfect. <laughs> That's all what right. I'd like to hear. All right, I'll get Shorty on then. That's jerk. all I got. All right, That's all I got. There you go. Um, O'Rourke's on four. O'Rourke, you there? I'm here. What's up, bud? All, all the way from Australia. Your number one international pulp mix super fan. Yeah, I think you surpassed the dude from Germany who called in a couple times. Dude, you got so. a kid now. Congratulations. Yeah, good job. We were going to say good job on the sh- We were going to congratulate you. Moser beat us, too. Thanks, guys. I just want to say uh, welcome back, Kenny. Glad you're back to uh, entertain the masses. Um, and I just want to say how say thank good you. it is to be a... Uh, a Supercross fan right now with these two races, the two last races, the blogs, the videos, the race reports, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. It's like, I mean, I was in the same boat as Mathis 10 years ago or 20 years ago now getting magazines three months after the races have been on. And, you know, you can you can stream it live on the net and yeah. there's just a whole lot of stuff that it's a really good time to be a Supercross fan. Dude, and like, uh, not, not to Especially be... Especially an Australian Supercross fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not to be a shill for Feld or nothing, but I'm telling you, man, go to these races. Uh, uh, go to them. 
Hey, you know what I was get thinking? Get some tickets. Get some tickets. When I seen that race in Atlanta. Buy a Dodge. I was like, dude, this is going to be gnarlier yeah. than the 96 or the 86 Bale and Johnson incident with Stewie and Reed. Bale and Johnson? David Bailey? You said Bale. Oh, sorry. David Bailey and Rick Johnson's yeah. battle. Yeah. That was that was right. right up there with it. Like if I could imagine the people that were and there. And we had no show. It. You should have seen my Twitter and emails. People were violently upset that we were in Florida and there was no show. Yeah, they got but, over it. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, all right, O'Rourke, thanks for calling, bud, or anything else? Uh, one more thing, yeah. I read on uh, on the Pulp site, I think two weeks ago, you had a review. Uh, you had a, an unnamed PR person reviewing all the, the different websites around. I did, yep. And um, and I'm not a big vital poster or anything like that, but, dude, that, that website is so negative. Like, when there needs to be an alternative where it's just not guys <laughs> Sprouting off stuff that that just doesn't make any sense. Like when uh, Kawasaki went to FMF, a guy said that Villapoto's pipe getting blocked last year was a safety feature. <laughs> Dude, you got it. Of the pipe. Like, seriously. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with you, Mud. I think Vital has uh, definitely in the last uh, six months or so uh, really turned nasty at times, and I'm not sure why. It bums me out that – some major decision makers in the sport read that stuff and really take it to heart. They should be more like Kenny, who doesn't even really know how to get there. Kenny, a number of times you've read Vital Max, Kenny. I read it. You do? Yeah. Oh. But it's his homepage. Dude, some of the stuff I agree with. you read. read sometimes, it. but there's so much <laughs> no, I meant bullshit. So there's so much bullshit in there. Right. That's what I mean. Like, as, a, as, a, as an industry guy, you're just like, oh, man. I just, I just go, where do these people come up with that? Brian, you visit that side at all? You, yeah. Yeah, you do too. Yeah, it's all of our guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure, maybe. I just think we need. I don't know. I know. I don't want to. I like vital the side itself. I just think that chat room part. They just. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but something yeah. more positive would be nicer. Yeah, I'm with you, bud. I don't know. I don't know why somebody has to post something negative. Like uh, if you're saying, "Hey, I love Trey Kennard," and there's a four posts of people saying how much they love Trey Kennard, and then some dude just for some reason in his life decides to go on there and insult Trey and his religion or something. It takes a special kind of guy to uh, to uh, piss on somebody's uh, positive post like that, but whatever. Yeah. You know, what about me? What about all the cracks on my weight um, in the Racer X comments? I- I'm almost checking into Dr. Phil. Like, I believe I- ca- Canadian Whale was used. In, uh, that uh, in Canadian one, Whale was used. Canadian Whale was a few weeks ago. Uh, Beach uh, Manatee was also about a month ago. That was a good one. Um, but anyways, so – all right, O'Rourke. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you. All right. Um, Brian. Brian, you there? Brian? Brian's out. Tom, you there? Yeah, this is Tom. Hey, Tom. What's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Uh, what's going on? Uh, no problem. Uh, great show. Hey, any, any of you guys see uh, Short coming through the uh, whoops after the finish line jump there in the second practice? His right hand came off the bars about halfway down. It was dirty. Really? No, I didn't see it. it. Yeah. He saved it and he pulled over and shook his hand a little bit and cleaned <laughs> his pants out. And, and I, yeah. that'd be great if you could ask him about that when you talk to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I, I never saw that. I, I, I saw a few close calls. Some of those guys in practice, like Barsha, scared me. Dude, he was just grabbing gears coming into that section. Dude, it's like, crazy. That's like those guys are going for the fast lap and for qualifying. That's where it goes down. I mean, those are yeah. the guys like – it's crazy. 
It wasn't amazing that I don't think anybody crashed there in the races, or, or very few. Yeah, thank God, because they were going fast there. Yeah, and no, it, I, think, it, I think they broke down pretty good. I mean, they, they were they were gnarly, but I think they... A lot of guys started jumping through them. Yeah? And I think Short was coming into the inside, where you take that inside line, their inside rut, and they really had to slow down there, and it was just kicking them hard. Were you at the race, or did you watch it on TV? Oh, oh, no, I was at the race. I was standing right down there, right by the Wolf's Air during practice. Cool. Thanks for coming yeah. by and saying hi to me and introducing yourself. That was really cool of you. <laughs> I went to Hooters. I don't blame well, you. Well, Good Kenny, call. maybe you could have been like the one guy that fl you flicked off. The fan that was yelling, Watson, look on more. And you just gave him the I'm finger. I'm old enough. You flip me off. I really could care less. It, it don't matter. Yeah, this guy right, thought well, was, this guy If I couldn't cool. flip you off then, I'll just tell you to fuck off now then. Thanks for <laughs> the call. That's all cool. I'll smile and shake your hand. No problem. Later. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on the Pulp Omega Show and getting insulted. <laughs> hey, do we have time for x Goggle Tariff segment? No, we don't have much time for nothing more because we have uh, 10 minutes left. And you're out. So you've, got, you've got 13 minutes. All and, right, well, let's get yes, this we done. Do. we take calls or do we, we have any more callers? We do. That's the it's like the x Goggles Tariff segment where timing is everything. Uh, x Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. Titch, you got the questions? I do. You do? You, are you the timer or am I running the timer? Uh, you can run the timer. I will run the timer. All right. Kex Brand Goggles, tear-off segment. Check them out on thexbrand.com. Uh, goggle of choice of Michael Lessie, Matt Bonney, Moto Concepts team, many others. GNCC champion, Josh Strang. Yeah. Who's defending his number one plate tomorrow, the opening round of the GNCC series. Tomorrow. Kenny Watson, you have 15 seconds to answer these questions. Are you, do you got the tear-off sound, too? I do. I got the whole Good, deal. I'm glad you got everything because yeah, yeah, yeah. my wife didn't bring the iPad up tonight. I'm professional now. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. All right, First Kenny, question. First question. Did you enjoy your week off? Yes. Why? Because I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> Six seconds. Congratulations, Kenny. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this is a reader submitted one. Wes Arts wants to know how many STDs you have. Go. Zero. Have you ever had one? You have to have sex first. Uh, you have to have sex to get them. I don't have sex. <laughs> you ever had one? No. <laughs> Deegan had a... Never mind. Deegan got crabs one time, like in the Birdwell days. Deegan did? Yeah. I know he put it... He was a, freaking he, out. He, you know what he did for it? What? He put a, a, a tube from a paper towel over uh -huh. his ween and raided and shaved. Really? I saw okay. him at track this weekend, by the way. Huh? I saw it raided and shaved. I don't know what that. I don't shaved. Know. It means raid. Shaved his pubes yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just raided them. Right. Put raid on it. And he was trying to show them to me. They're like little clear things with eyeballs or something. I'm like, get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Last question is, will Tedesco podium this Supercross season? I think so. Why? Because he works his ass off and he never gives up. That's an acceptable answer. It's unacceptable? No, I said that's an acceptable answer. Okay, thank you, Tits. I yes. was not going to be pretty if you said unacceptable. That was not going to go no, down no, pretty. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not You were not going to get your bonus. <laughs> no. Um, do you think Devon is De Devin? De Devin. Devin? With an O? I don't know. Devin, you there? Yeah, it's with an O. You, you put an O on the end and that's still Devin? Yeah, I don't know. They, we just say it, uh, Devin, but I don't know. It's, I guess it's Devon, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. What's up? Uh, nothing. I just want to call in. I mean, I've listened to every episode, and uh, I'm just want to say I've 
besides from everybody else sucking Kenny off, I'd just like to say that I'm glad Kenny's back. And What about, uh, what about Paul Lindsay? Because he was close to coming back. Yeah, he's uh, terrible. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, w- I would probably stop listening if you brought him back on. If I got to hear that stupid, I'm going to crack an ice cold Red Bull again. I'm going to kill myself. He says, that is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. <laughs> yeah, do, you got a, do you have a news handy? <laughs> Devin's gonna gonna end it all. Yeah, no, we're happy yeah, to have right Kenny now. back. It was uh, it was touch and go. Their negotiations went long into the night uh, with his lawyers and my lawyers, and we're we're welcome. We're, we're glad to have Kenny back. Well, I'm glad he's back. Uh, I saw the ferry video with that modernized uh, KX125. You guys put yep. a new uh, front fender number plate on. Yeah, what'd you think? I don't know. It looked pretty good. It looked kind of slow compared to uh, uh, what's his name's 450, but Jason Thomas. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of the Jason yeah. Thomas thing, where he said if you don't do all the jumps, you will get landed on? Yeah, I like the little <laughs> the little uh, slow mo clip you guys added to the video for that. So. Yeah, no, uh, good job on Swiss core on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had kind of a question for Kenny, real quick. Uh, yeah, is he still paying attention? Kenny, you still there? Let's do it. Um, you guys use pro circuit suspension, right? Obviously. Yes, we did. On your bike. Yep. Um. Now, JGR uses a dyno. How beneficial do you think that is in rebuilding the di- rebuilding the suspension and getting them back to exactly where they were, you know, weeks previously? Yeah, well, and JGR MX is a sponsor of our yeah, show. Yeah, so choose your words carefully. <laughs> I think it's right. it's it's beneficial for what they do, um, but it's not what they use it for the last week for their setup. Um, right. Every track's different, so you need different settings. And uh, uh, we have a dyno, too, and his name's Jim Bacon. Um, Bones. Now, do they have an actual dyno? It's a human dyno. <laughs> yeah, right. So they, so Pro Circuit doesn't use the dyno is what I'm trying to get at. Race proven, bud. Right. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm not arguing that. I'm just, you know. Hey, until, until no disrespect to JGR because the they do an awesome. Is JGR sponsorship flushing down the toilet. JGR kills it, and they do good work. But all those number one plates on the side of that truck isn't by accident. So their stuff oh, right. does work. And you know what? We uh, have a, a really good suspension package right now with our motors, with Pro Circuit. They do an awesome job for us. And I know JGR does a phenomenal job with what they do. That, that dyno does work. Um, they have the capabilities of doing that kind of stuff. If I could, I probably would. But I don't, so I don't even think about it. And there's nothing I can do at this point in time, and it's money. And they have, uh, it seems like over there at JGR, that they have endless spendings because of dad-da. And, yeah, uh, obviously. You know, like I always say, the guy that owns my team, his dad's an asphalt contractor, not a Super Bowl-winning uh, coach. Right, right. But... They also have the people to run those dynos that are awesome. You know, Johnny O and the rest of the guys at JGR do an awesome job. So, I mean, look at Millsaps and Brayton. Those guys are doing a really good job. So, you know, you can't shake a stick at that. All right. Obviously, I was just saying because, I mean, I work at a suspension shop. We do spring, uh, spring car suspension for, like, uh, dirt cars. Mm-hmm. And we use we use a dyno, and we're just kind of arguing about um, – you know how it relates to dirt bikes, and you know getting our getting our you know suspension set to a certain setting, and then you know seeing the range and whatnot for you know just using using it on the track and whatnot. Yep. All right. Well, I, I think it's a lot different for cars. I know I know it's a definite 
I think it's definitely your, phone, your phone's breaking up, Devin. Got to let you go. I think it's definitely uh, um, an advantage in car racing because you can get way better feedback. Um, yeah, I think I think cars are really precise. You yeah, need, you need. I mean, and 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 maybe and JGR is trying to take it to the next level, and you can't be mad at them for that. I mean, they're they're doing JGRMX same motors and suspension mods as Justin Brayton. They're doing David it. Millsaps. David Millsaps is riding better lately, though they're very tired at the end of that main event. Uh, he everybody was. Yeah, good point. Hey, uh, uh, tits. Uh, we got a uh, we got a, a, a listener submitted CD to us, um, and I thought we would play at least a little bit of the one clip. It's a it's a band from Australia, uh, Blokes World. Whole shot's the name of the band. These guys have a, a show called Blokes World, and they also have a song called Chad Reed. Let's listen to a little bit of that, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll take it out from there. Take it out from there. We'll take it up from there. There you go. Here we go. He was the number 22. That's number one to me and you. He fought the stars and stripes. To get that number on his bike Through the champ from the central coast Raise your glasses, make a toast The definition of speed All hail Cadray All hail Cadray Alright, right. what, what do you think of that? I think that's awesome. Yeah, and there's another one called RC or Not, and it's about a guy who's really slow, but and he thinks he's RC, but these guys tell him not. That's so thanks awesome. to uh, thanks to Whole Shot and Blokes World guys uh, for sending it in, and to complete no, to no one's surprise, they are from Australia. Kenny, before we go, I wanted to make you feel even better about your decision to come back to the show and play a few of the voicemails we got uh, in the two weeks that we uh, were gone. Oh, thank you. Let's uh, let's take a listen here. I can guarantee you there's hey one. Hey guys, I, uh, I just wanted to uh, touch on uh, the. Kenny not being around and uh, him not coming to the show last week, I got to thinking a little bit, and nobody's really touched on this yet, but uh, when Hart was in studio, it seemed like maybe you guys were uh, reaching out trying to find something that you didn't like or that Hart didn't like about Kenny, and Hart had Kenny's back the whole time, it seemed like, and that might have added up with all the drop. Maybe it kind of really pissed him off. But uh, I would say that uh, Hart was behind Kenny 9-0 the, the entire time. So, I don't know, it's just something I noticed, and I just got done listening to your the uh, podcast with the round table and um, yeah, keep up the good work guys. And I hope Kenny shows back up. You know, we had a round table show when you were gone, Kenny. Uh-uh. Did you listen to it? No, I didn't listen to it. Do you know anything about it? No. Oh, we had tits legendary Swiss core, my wife, Moser and Nash all in the line together. Not me. Not at all. Talking yeah. about the show and your departure from it. Oh uh, yeah. Pretty good. Sweet. All right, let's listen to the rest of them. <laughs> Ain't the same without them. Hey, Steve, this is Maurice from Modesto calling in again. I want to say what's up to Kenny, too. And I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but what happened to Kenny a couple weeks back, it was dirty, bro. Anybody could tell. The man was tired. You could tell he had a long day. He did. And you guys kept ragging him. I hope to God this guy comes back because it's ridiculous. I mean, look, the man can enunciate every single wrong word wrong in an English dictionary, and he'd still be right. Tits, your name is Tits, bro. You shouldn't be saying anything. You should be not saying one word. <laughs> Just pick up the phone, 
answer the calls, and shut up. Because it's ridiculous. Let Kenny talk. Let, let Kenny do what he wants to do. If he fucks up, he fucks up. I fucked up in his call. Let him mess up. It doesn't matter. Uh, Kenny is great. He's an awesome guy. When I met him in Oakland, an awesome guy. I wish you pay this um, guy. I, I know, love huh? Steve. You're great. But ease off him a little bit. Sure Please, heard it when Hart was I wanted to come back. He's a great calling guy. Calling in. And uh, you know neighbor. what, kids? I'm not even going to get into a whole Ryan Dungey thing. The guy's lucky. If it wasn't if it wasn't for Bubba going down or Chattery going down or Trey Kennard or Villapota going down, the man's not winning anything. He got lucky with his championship last year. I'm not even getting into that. I, was I just want to see dungy. Kenny come back. He's awesome, and I hope the man comes back. So, anyways, I want to say great show, uh, er, when Kenny gets back. But I love you, Steve. So, anyways, I'm out late. Hey, you know what? In math, it's just uh, what. Go ahead. I. Uh, I appreciate that guy calling in and saying that, but I'm going to have to disagree with him on Dungy deal. Did, did I I see the work that guy puts in, and uh, the guy lives it. I don't think anybody says he's not working hard. And, and dude, the guy has the speed. Like, this weekend. Hold he, on. Okay, never mind. Sorry. He right. didn't get lucky. He didn't get lucky. He rode his ass off to get third. Kenny, do you not realize in the last three weeks, I, I love Dungy, good rider. The last three weeks, he has not passed any of the big four guys at all. He's needed crashes to, to get by. He's off the pace of those four, four guys. He is. He legitimately is. He is. I've been paying attention because he started there, and it's like, okay, dude, like, this is your chance. He's off just the tick of those four guys. He, for three weeks in a row, three weeks, he has not passed those guys. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go. But he's riding smart, and he's gaining back points, although he lost them this weekend. But hey, you know what? I'm just saying. I'm not going to deb- – what is the word? Debate you? I'm not going to make fun of you screwing that up either, Kenny. What, I want debate? Ba- yeah, I don't want you back on the show. So. But I didn't say debate right? You couldn't say it at first. and, and normally Because you had me tongue-tied, and I'm not going to argue. And normally I would make fun of you. But I'm, I'm not, not going to argue you. about this one. What about Dungy? I, th- I, I think that Dungy p- is, is putting in the work, and I think he is. No one's saying he's not. <clears throat> I think Steve's just stating the obvious, though. Thank you, Brian. Brian, fuck off. Brian, I would like a, a challenger. <laughs> I'll take a challenger in red. Uh, uh, okay, let's let's get the rest of them. Uh, Dave from Ohio. Hey, uh, I just want to say uh, congrats on the uh, the show with Kicking Asheville. It was nice hearing uh, the podcast with your wife on there and Tits and whoever else is on there, Swiss Core, the whore, whoever was on there. But it was pretty good. Um, Kennedy and God kind of sucked, but, uh, you know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Hopefully you get him back. And, uh, man, uh, you and Weege and Tangry got to do a podcast this week about that race, man. I mean, that's, like, one of the best races of all time. Like, the finishes and, like, the storylines that can, like, build. Like, of all fucking weeks for you to be in Florida, it had to be this week. Hopefully you build in Daytona. You get some good some good podcasts from the riders at Daytona. How Daytona. But man, I didn't get any from Daytona. Keep I up suck. Good work. I'll hear you on Monday. Mathis, I've been a long-time listener of your show, and i got to tell you, it is not the same without Watson. You better kiss his butt. And, I disagree. Uh, tell him better. you're sorry and get his butt back on there. Because sorry, Kenny. I just listened to the, the latest show with Mercedes in studio. It was good, but it, it's totally not the same without him. He brings a lot to the table, and uh, I'm afraid if he yeah, like quits empty the show. Cups full of chew. Uh, I think the show is going to really suffer, um, unfortunately. I know you don't want to hear that. Like that. But anyway, <laughs> two of you are really good together, and uh, we got to get 
Got to get Kenny back on there. All right. This isn't the same okay. without him. I get Pass it. along to him. I, this is my show. See ya. You don't have to play any more callers. Steve, well, I just I wanted just to make you happy. a roundtable discussion, and I must say that your wife, Angie, a.k.a. Pookie, has a very sexy voice. Uh, she does. I don't know what she looks like. I would love if you would post a picture of your wife Naked. on your website. So then <laughs> I've got weird. a face to go along with that sexy voice of hers. He's got a face to oh boy, to when he beats, off, when he beats off later. There. Yeah. Well, it's creepy. 11:30 at night. I just watched a Tim Ferry video on Pulp of him on the kicks on 25, and I officially have a boner. Kenny, please come <laughs> home. I miss you. That's creepy. That's creepy. You and boner in the same. Yeah. <laughs> and those have been our voicemails. As usual, you can call the show line anytime 702-586-7857 and leave us a message. Try to make it under 30 seconds though. Um, which many of you have not been doing, uh, and we'll play the best ones on air. So, hey, uh, that's been the show this week. I want to thank Ryan Villapoto for coming on. I want to thank John Mitchoff, Mitchoff uh, the, the Valley Yamaha team manager as well, Brian VJ from Dodge Motorsports, sitting in all show. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, uh, thank you for supporting the sport, and thank you for coming in. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to have you on the show. I don't see the dudes from Toyota stepping up and coming into the show. Where are you at? You have fun? I had a blast. Good, good, good. Glad to hear. Hopefully you'll... you'll uh... Hey, Coy, get your guys down here, homo. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Hey, we should do a show with Coy and I in a show. That's what That'd be do. good. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We had Coy in. He Coy's actually good. did come in. Kenny forgets that. Coy's great people, man. He is. He's, 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 death. Great he's a good dude. And if you need your copy or fix or whatever, he's there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and also, thanks to our sponsors, btosports.com. Listen to the podcast show to save money there. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, thexbrand.com. JGRMX. Check them out, please. Motor and Suspension Mods, emerging company. Look for Cooper Webb to be dominating Loretta's this year. Hey, um, aren't they having a – isn't there an amateur race there this is an am, There's an amateur – Yeah. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, isn't, is Cooper riding there? Yeah. All right on. Good luck, JGR. Yeah. Good luck, Cooper. Uh, AGV Helmets, same helmets as David Millsaps, Travis Pastrana, and Valentino Rossi. Where, do you know – remember Valentino Rossi? He rides the GPs. The doctor? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctor? FMF Racing, check them out on yeah, the web, FMF, uh, glad supporters of our show. Works Connection, brand new on the show. Thank you to them yeah, for Eric. coming on. Uh, yeah, Eric is exactly right. Kicker, live it loud, Jason Jones. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> O'Neill as well. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the trifecta of names from Kenny Watson. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, Kenny is back and better than ever, and we will see you all next week. Maybe. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. No, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. I don't really look that fat.